Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Something's wrong here with uh, my microphone, but uh, why would that bother us? I don't think it would, right? That's not a problem. A little faulty microphone there. So this is actually, I'm going to sound a little different today because this is Keith's microphone. Now I'm told to try mine. All right. Let's see if mine's on, Keith. Is it? Yep. All right. There we go. Yeah, not a problem. Okay. Welcome. Uh, it is Pat Monday. Gray Unleashed. It's Monday. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it already feels like one, so that's yes. a really good start. 888 <laughs> and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Speaking of Twitter and tweets, uh, it's just so great that we've got a, the leader of the free world that is so excited about using tweets and Twitter and tweeting out every single thought he has in his mind without ever stopping to maybe reevaluate. It's just a really good thing. So he's tweeted out about the meeting, the Russian, the meeting with the Russians that we all know about that actually happened with Don Jr. They went to supposedly, uh, initially we were told it was about a, it was about adoption, Russian adoption, and then we uh, heard that they now nah, they were there to. It was a little bit about adoption and some about getting some dirt on the opponent, Hillary Clinton. Nothing illegally uh, going on there. Even if they did that, that's not illegal. But in the beginning, he said it was about Russian adoption. Now he's saying it's about getting dirt on Hillary. And so George Stephanopoulos and uh, political consultant Dan Abrams. I think Dan Abrams runs a a site called Mediaite. And, uh, And so he... Kind of plays both sides. I mean, they have a lot of articles on uh, that would, would would piss us all off, but they have a lot of articles that we'd agree with as well on Mediaite. So they, they kind of show both sides, um, depending on which of their journalists is writing the story. So anyway, Abrams is on talking about the tweet and and uh, and what the ramifications about it could be. President in that tweet is basically admitting that he misled the country before. That's right. And Ken Starr, back with the Clinton investigation, determined that lying to the public could be, in and of itself, a ground for impeachment. Mm-hmm. So you've got, first of all, the evolving stories. And let's be clear. The idea let's that clear. a lawyer mm-hmm. for the President of the United States is coming forward and saying, hey, you know, I had bad information. You know, as if that happens all the time, mm-hmm. that a lawyer for the President gets bad information about a <laughs> from critical... The president, from the president, I mean, this doesn't happen. So you've got mm-hmm. the evolving statements about was the President involved in writing the initial statement for Donald Jr. Um, to what the, was the purpose of the meeting. Then you've got the legal questions. And as Cecilia points out, there are a couple of possible laws here. Okay. Uh, number one, mm-hmm. of course, is the basic campaign finance violations. Did he solicit something of value? Uh, they're going to have to look to intent, etc. And right. the other is a broader statute, which Robert Mueller has been using in connection with a number of the Russians that have been indicted, and that is broadly a conspiracy to defraud the United States. Um, And that just means, in essence, a conspiracy to try to 
help to help affect the election in a fraudulent way. Well, one denial the president is sticking to right now is that he didn't know anything about that Trump Tower meeting. He has to stick to that part because if he says he knew about the meeting, mm -hmm. that almost certainly means Donald Jr. lied in front of Congress. And I think that that would almost certainly mean that Donald Jr. would get indicted. And, and that's, wow. I think, got to be his number one concern. Okay, well, he's, that is the one thing I think he's maintained the entire time, right? The story has changed several times about that Russian meeting. Because it was about adoption. Then it was about <clears throat> Hillary getting dirt on Hillary. Uh, and so it's changed. But I think the one thing he has maintained is that he didn't know about it. So if it ever comes out that he did know about it, uh, that might be a game changer, at least for Don Jr., as uh, they just mentioned. Uh, I think there is something to that because he testified that his father didn't know about it. So if he perjured himself, yeah, there's going to there's be an issue there. And so I guess we'll just keep an eye on Twitter to find out <laughs> what, what exactly is going to happen with that particular scandal. Uh, 888-900-3393. But whatever direction... Whatever direction this goes, we do know that collusion is not illegal, Pat. Right. And, and right. Keep that in mind. Collusion is not just illegal. So you know this. So even if they did collude, they didn't collude. But if they did, yeah. that's not illegal anyway. Not a thing. But if you find out later that, yes, we did collude, then you know not to worry about it because mm -hmm. it's not a crime. So we're done here. Collusion is not a crime. Okay. So. Okay. All right. Good. So we seem to be in kind of a quandary with that, frankly. I mean, that's... Is that unacceptable to anybody? Doesn't seem like it, so I guess it's just me. Never mind. <laughs> oh, what a fun world we have in yeah, front of us in 2018 it's, America. It's hard to decipher, and that's why, uh, of course, in the beginning, I wasn't as supportive of this president as maybe I could have been. Um, just wanted a little different sort of feel to the presidency, I guess. Um, so, so we didn't get that. But you didn't elect the pastor-in-chief either. So. I didn't, but I could have. I would have been fine. It, was Ted Cruz a pastor-in-chief? Huh. No. Hmm. No, he wasn't. Guy's done a few things wrong, I'm sure, in his life. I mean, his dad killed JFK. Uh, right there, you've got some guilt by association. Yeah, the apple does not fall. <laughs> so, uh, I tell you, I... You know, we weren't looking for a pastor-in-chief. We were just looking for somebody we could trust. Somebody honest. Somebody forthright. Somebody consistent. Somebody who uh, whose whose principles and values I knew I could count on, and you know, so sue me. I, I believed that was Ted. Uh, Ted can't win. He can't communicate. Ted can't win. It, it, Ted could win if everybody who loved his policies would have voted for him. But of course, that's all. Water under the bridge at this point. Do you think uh, Ted's going to win a Senate seat? Gosh, I hope so. He's in trouble, it seems like. Oh. I don't know. You said there was some, you had like some. Uh, oh, some anecdotal evidence that yeah. maybe Ted Cruz is <clears throat> concerned. Is he doing a bunch of tweets right mm, now or sending well, out a bunch of email? Or Yeah, so members of the press, you know, uh, you'll get emails. You'll end up on email lists. Yeah. Um, I wasn't getting anything from the Cruz campaign until last week. Mm. Almost to the day that the polls started coming out that showed that Beto that was, was in striking distance. Oh, uh, boy. And now I'm getting a minimum of one a day, sometimes multiples. Oh, let me check my old box and see um, if that's happening, too. And it's from the Ted Cruz campaign. Oh, yeah. And so I'm just 
wondering mm -hmm. if maybe the alarm bells are sounding at the crew's headquarters, so now they're putting together these uh, press releases on a daily basis. Getting and a little bit of a fire lit, lit underneath them? Yep, either way. Um, hmm. It seems that they are at least being more active now. So... Again, that's anecdotal. We yeah. don't we don't know that he's. Oh, I don't think he's in panic mode. I've got another anecdotal thing right. for you. I think we're up to twenty Beto sightings. I saw a bumper sticker in a uh, conservative church's parking lot over the weekend. Oh boy! Uh, so it's a blue wave. Uh, a blue wave is sweeping Texas. It's a it's a tsunami now. It's a tsunami. So if you do have to end up um, eating your underwear, is it your underwear or is it just we'll, underwear? We'll discuss that. Well, down the road. I just wonder if, like, like you know, mm -hmm. small, extra small size or something yeah, we'll, would Yeah, we'll discuss that down the road. Okay. I'm, it is still my hope and my belief mm -hmm. that that won't be necessary. I hope not. Unless it's for the you wall. Imagine, I mean, seriously. Unless it's for the wall. As many people as would I think that would be kind of interesting or amusing or fun to watch, it would not be fun for the country. <laughs> right? Please don't be rooting for me to eat my underwear because... Uh, Beto O'Rourke in in office as the second as the junior senator from Texas. Mm -hmm. That's a disaster. Yeah, we've already lost what should have been a walkaway GOP Senate seat in Alabama because of Roy Moore's stuff. All right, so we've already lost an Alabama right. seat. We're gonna lose. We, we could lose <sighs> the majority in the Senate this time. Mm. I, certainly, if Cruz loses, I don't like I, I'm this. afraid that that's. That the Democrats at least tie us, right? Not us. I'm not even Republican, but it at least tie the Republicans in numbers. Wow, that's really bad. that'd be really bad. <laughs> that is not a good thing. What did we say last week? Uh, wow, the Cook Report has shifted Ted Cruz's seat from safe Republican to leans Republican. Wow, that's incredible. I mean, there's a long way to incredible. go. Incredible. But boy, it's... Well, yeah, uh, it's only August. I mean, a lot of stuff could happen. Ted should be out uh, pressing the flesh maybe a little bit more, maybe campaigning. I, I've i seen very little of uh, of Ted in Texas. He could come on our show. <clears throat> he certainly could. Be happy to have him on. Mm -hmm. Maybe extend that to him, see I, if he wants to. He's still I'll, probably a little sore from that beating oh. I gave him in foosball okay. during the campaign back in 2016. Crushed him. Him. You changed the man forever. You know yeah, that, right? I know it. I know it. Not recovered. So he may or may not come on. I don't know. I don't <laughs> know if he's willing to face the music after that beating I gave him. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, we've got this uh, interesting Don Lemon panel. Don Lemon actually asked some good questions about this Sarah Zhang, uh, technology writer recently hired by the New York Times. Absolute blatant hateful racist against white people which is of course the form of racism it's perfectly fine in fact it's almost preferable we'd rather have you be racist against whites than you know not racist against them and we're finding that in uh in sarah Zhang, which is fine we're finding it in south africa where they're going to take um 139 farms away from white people and give them to their black friends who don't know how to farm um, but it's that's fine too. They've already maimed or murdered many farmers in South Africa already, and they found a constitutional way apparently to do this all. So, and that's the Constitution, by the way, that's adored by our very own Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. 
So there's a lot of fun wrapped up in that stuff, and we'll talk about it coming up here in a second. 888 <clears throat> Back in 2001, Aaron Hale, who used to be a Navy chef, in fact, a Navy chef who cooked for an admiral, a three-star admiral, and got to take trips all over the world, stop in exotic uh, ports and uh, cook for the admiral who loved his food, and then <clears throat> he just wasn't fulfilled. So he ran into some EOD guys. These are Explosive Ordnance Disposal team members. Was talking to them about what they do. Loved what he heard and decided to sign up. Then I think in uh, 2011, I, I believe he told us it was his third tour of Afghanistan. He was disarming one of the explosive devices when another one that was right next to him they didn't know about went off in his face. Seriously, badly injured. He completely blind. Lost almost all his hearing. Got a bad infection in his skull because it, it was cracked in two places. I mean, it was just really awful. So he was living in this world of darkness and turned back to his his love of food uh, with his wife, Michaela, and they started cooking again. He started uh, to make fudge and candies and uh, all kinds of delicious treats, which she would take to the neighborhood, and then they would offer to buy them because they were so good. And now you can. So they started a company called Extraordinary Delights, or EOD Fudge for short. Uh, delights like Mint Alps. Strawberry white, triple threat fudge, really delicious uh, fudge, caramel apples, brownies, whatever you love, <clears throat> you're going to find. Use the offer code blaze at checkout when you go to eodfudge.com and you'll get 10% taken right off the top of your order. Forget flowers. Go with this chocolate. It is really, really good. You're going to love it. eodfudge.com, offer code blaze, eodfudge.com. <laughs> Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here. Triple eight nine hundred. 3393 and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, more on the Twitter front. Sarah Zhang of the New York Times, uh, big, big Twitter uh, supporter, apparently. She tweets out some interesting things. <laughs> and she's the technology writer recently hired by the New York Times. No doubt they knew about these tweets. You have to. They knew about the tweets. They didn't care about the tweets. And even though the tweets have become uh, really infamous and have gotten plenty of publicity, they're sticking by her. I, I it, it's, it's impossible to believe because if you are to, and somebody did this, if you were to just substitute black for white and then tweet that out, what she had, uh, that, that person, not only would they be fired instantly, they'd never work anywhere ever again. They'd be shunned from society. People would be yelling and screaming and throwing stuff at them when they see them in public. But for Sarah Young, oh, she's fine. Don't worry about that. Ah, it's about white people. Who cares? So Don Lemon is uh, talking about this in a panel discussion about her tweets. And uh, here's how that discussion went. Sarah Young's tweets that her critics say are offensive, many of them dating back five years. In one tweet, she wrote that uh, that 
that couldn't enjoy the show. She couldn't enjoy the show Breaking Bad because uh, the premise is just, and here's what she says, uh, the premise is just white people being miserable and that it must be so boring to be white. She also tweeted, uh, can't, hashtag cancel white people, and oh man, it's kind of sick how much uh, joy I get out of being cruel to old white men, and white people have stopped breeding, you'll all go extinct soon, that was my plan all along. Uh, dumb effing white people marking up the internet with their opinions like dogs, I hate saying that word, I'll just say peeing, on fire hydrants. Um, I don't know why that, I just, I hate that word. Uh, you say these tweets are not racist. No, I don't think um, oh, Sarah's good tweets gosh. are racist. Look, Stop. first of all, I... Stop. Just because you start a sentence with look doesn't mean that you've got some unbelievable insight into this situation. I love how everybody does that. When they're, when they're up against the wall, no, it doesn't mean that. It look. You look. There is nothing you can say following this setup that would make any sense whatsoever. Wow, is his butt stupid. Here she goes. I think that it's important to note that these tweets were mm-hmm. dug up by a right-wing... Why is that important? I'm not even, it's Who not cares? even conservative. It was a right, right-wingers, people that identify with the white supremacist ideology, and they were taken oh, out of context. Gosh. Now, that being said, oh, I subscribe gosh. to the notion that I don't tweet, write, or email anything that I don't want splashed across the pages of the New Does York Times. Does it matter who dug them up? I, I know, no, but I, I think it matters that it's selected. So why'd you bring That's what it up? I'm saying. And so some of the tweets are taken out of context. I think in Sarah's um, in explanation, what context she are those okay? Some of it was counter trolling. Uh, Would I have it. written anything like that? Absolutely not. But it's not racist for this reason. Um, uh-huh. One. Uh, Don, race, racism, being racist, is not no, just don't, prejudice. Don't. It's prejudice don't plus power. It. So one could no, argue that gosh. some of her tweets, even within context, um, it say no, okay, that she stop. has a prejudice. For a second. I hate this rationale so much. It's prejudice with power. I, what? I, you can, you, if this was a white person, who was a street person and just happened to borrow somebody's phone to tweet something out, and then they tweeted something anti-blackout, you're not going to worry about the fact that they have no power. That's, it's a homeless person. They've got no power to do anything to you. No power whatsoever. What are you talking about? It's, it's prejudice plus power. Shut up. That is such a bullcrap explanation. Just hiding behind this miserable excuse... I, I can't take it. And yet we must. Here's more. It is perhaps against um, white mm-hmm. men. But that, in fact, does not make her racist. I don't think uh, she's a racist. I, abso- I absolutely think we're okay. conflating two conversations. Does it make her a bigot? Um, does it make her... No, I don't, I don't no, think it makes uh, no. her a, a makes bigot makes her a wonderful either. person uh, is I, what it does, I, Again, Don. I think you have to look at mm-hmm. the tweets within the context. Could we talk... It, could she be prejudiced? Could she have some, not just implicit, but you know, negative bias towards uh, white men in America due Who to perhaps what she's experienced throughout her life? Probably, absolutely. Does that mean, though, that she is, in fact, racist? No, because race is prejudice plus power. No, it's not. No, it isn't. Show me that definition where race is prejudice plus power. Look it up right now in the dictionary. It doesn't say prejudice plus power. Even if it does, uh, (laughs) there are a lot of people who lose their jobs that really don't have much power. And they, you know, how about the person who was fired at ESPN for putting chink in the army? Did he? Armor. Chink in the armor when he was describing uh, that Asian basketball player. Did he have any power? No. Jer- he, had Jeremy no Lin. he had no power over Jeremy Lin. None whatsoever. 
Plus, it had nothing to do with Jeremy Lin's race. Hold on. Okay, what is the definition? Oh, you want the definition? I'm sorry. The definition of racism is prejudice, discrimination, or antagonism directed against someone of a different race based on the belief Mm -hmm. that one's own race is superior. There you go. Has nothing nothing to do with having power. That's a bullcrap argument to, to, to to try to strengthen their position when they're racists. She's obviously a racist. She doesn't care that this Asian person is a racist. And she's making every excuse in the world for her. But, Pat, you're missing the context of, oh, man, it's kind of sick how much joy I get out of being cruel to old white men. Yeah, the only context that works there is if her first tweet was, the next tweet I make is going to be completely inaccurate, (laughs) completely false, uh, the opposite of what I truly believe. I mean, there's no context where you can say that, and it's okay. There is no context to that. What about that? the context of white people have stopped breeding? You all, all go extinct soon. That was my plan all along. You, you took it out of context. Yeah, Pat. it's such a bogus explanation, and they do this all the time. The left does this all the time. You take it out of context. You take it out of context. Well, what do you mean? There's the whole tweet right there. What do you mean I took it out of context? That's the entirety of the tweet. <laughs> That is the context of the tweet. The whole thing is right there. What are you talking about? This is what makes it okay. This is part of what makes it okay in South Africa. On a much larger and uglier scale. To start confiscating white people's farms. That they've had in some cases in their family since the 1600s. They didn't steal it from any black people. Uh, it has been in their family for hundreds, literally hundreds of years. And the African National Congress in South Africa has decided that they've targeted 139 farms. They just want to expropriate. They're just going to take them away without compensation in the next few weeks. And they say it's in line with Section 25 of the country's constitution. They're just going to take them from whites, give them to their black friends. Now that their black friends are not farmers. They don't know how to farm the land. If I was given a farm, I wouldn't know what to do with it. Without a really good education first, you're going to have to teach me for years. I don't know anything about this. So they're just going to take them and give them to somebody else. He tried this in Zimbabwe. How'd that work out for him? Oh, that's right. The population starved. Uh, and they're already beating and maiming and killing white farmers in South Africa. And nobody cares. Why? For the same reason that uh, Simone Simon, or whatever her name is. Sanders. Hmm? Sanders. Sanders. Simone Sanders can say that uh, Sarah Young isn't racist. Because it's okay to say this about white people. There's no way she makes that claim if, if it's about a black person. In fact, there was a somewhat conservative like Trump follower over the weekend, who, by the way, is black. And she just switched all of the all of the uh, words white for black, and then tweeted out exactly the same thing. Twitter immediately dropped her account. Yeah, Candace Owens, I believe. Candace Owens. Mm-hmm. They immediately canceled the account, and then Candace Owens said, "Wait a minute, I'm black. I'm just making a point here." <laughs> oh yeah, we did that by mistake. Sorry. That just goes to show the double standard, the unbelievable hypocrisy. This doesn't work. It just doesn't work, and we got to wake up to this stuff in this country. I cannot believe 
you know, as bad as the New York Times is, that they're hanging with this anyway. Let me tell you about Brickhouse Nutrition. This is a product I've, I've been using. And if you know me, you know I'm not a health food nut. Um, I don't like any vegetables. I think one of my first experiences with vegetables was when I was, I don't know, four maybe, four or five. And I loved Popeye and believed that the spinach he was shooting into his mouth from the can was delicious. My mom brought me home some canned spinach and I threw it up. Ever since then, not a big fan of vegetables, but I get a full serving of organic fruits and vegetables every day with one scoop of Field of Greens from Brickhouse Nutrition. Put one scoop into eight ounces of water. Tastes great. It's going to make you feel better. BrickhousePat.com. Offer code PAT. BrickhousePat.com. Try it today. Pat Gray. The Blaze Radio Network. Ray returns on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. using that bogus uh, line that racism is prejudice plus power during the Obama administration. I, I'm sorry, excuse me. the The most powerful man in the world is black. Now, I, I don't know if you're aware of that. It's so, does that not give the power to the uh, minorities? in some way um what does that mean who's what kind of power do you have to have the president office of the presidency isn't power because they were saying that during his his reign of terror I mean, it's just <laughs> unbelievable it's inconceivable to me you keep using the mm-hmm. i don't think it means what you think it means i mean in south africa we were talking about the south african races racism um the uh, African National Congress in South Africa tweeted out over the weekend. It's been deleted since, but they tweeted, the biggest mistake we're making is to consult murderers. White people are 9% of the population. They own 79% of the land. They never came and consulted us for the land. If they want us to forgive them now, then let us share the land, the mineral resources. Now, when you're stealing it from people, that's not sharing. <laughs> I mean, first of all, they've just claimed that all white people are murderers with that statement the biggest mistake we're making is to consult murderers whoa so they've got a little you know pushback on twitter in south africa and they said oh that that wasn't the african national congress it just was tweeted out on our account it was just one of the members wait you didn't use quotations you didn't attribute it to anybody else you didn't retweet it so what do you mean that's your tweet that's how bad it is. That would be like like the Trump administration tweeting out, yeah, we can't consult uh, murderers. We're not going to listen to what these black people are saying. I mean, uh, w- would we let an excuse like, yeah, that was just something we heard somebody in the hallway say. So we thought it'd be a good tweet. <laughs> what is this <laughs> unbelievable stuff? We are in a... Just perplexing, unbelievable place right now as a country and as a planet. Just don't try to make sense of it. Well, you can't. Mm -mm. 
You can't make mm-hmm. sense out of insanity. You just can't. We want to. We try to. But you can't. And uh, these people are sick. They're just freaking depraved and sick. Uh, Anna Navarro called out Trump for uh, as being a racist for calling three black people dumb on Twitter. Uh, Maxine Waters, Don Lemon, LeBron James. Are they dumb? I don't know. I certainly have my suspicions about Maxine Waters, and it has nothing to do with her being black. <laughs> right. But she is butt stupid, it appears, on many occasions. I mean, it, just because you said three black people were black, were dumb doesn't make you a racist thinking that all black people are dumb. It's racist to me to assume that's racist. Well, what do you mean? He's just calling three individual people dumb. Maybe he thinks all three of them. Are you telling me you don't think there are three white people who are stupid as well? <laughs> I mean, I could name you a lot of white oh, people. Oh, yeah. Let's do this. Who are but <laughs> stupid. Come on. Um, so it was Anna Navarro that took such exception uh, to that. And here's what she had to say. In the space of a few hours this weekend, President Trump dragged the names of three prominent African Americans mm-hmm. through the mud. Through the either mud. Either outright or essentially calling them dumb. And by the way, what does that mean? He dragged them through the mud, either outright or by calling them dumb. What do you mean? He literally dragged them through mud? <laughs> what do you mean, either outright? This is just, it doesn't make sense start to finish. NBA superstar LeBron James, after a replay of his CNN interview Friday night, the president insulted him and my fellow CNN anchor, Don Lemon. Mm. I'm not even going to repeat what he said about Don. It's childish. It's not true. But then at a campaign rally in Ohio, he went after one of the regular targets of his again, Mm -hmm. Congresswoman Maxine Waters, saying she has a low IQ. Now, it's the president's go-to insult for this California Democrat. Oh, no. CNN political commentator Anna Navarro is with us now. And and, Anna, I want to read what you tweeted after all of this ugly language from the president. These are your words. Trump called Don Lemon, LeBron James, and Maxine Waters dumb. One is from the South. One is from Cleveland. One is from L.A. One is in the NBA. One's on TV. One is in Congress. Uh-huh. Hmm. Huh. I wonder what they could possibly have in common. Well, they're all stupid. That's what he's saying. That's what they all have in common. <laughs> he's not making a case on their race at all. He's not. He's saying these three particular people are stupid. Now, you're making the case that that means all black people are stupid, right? I mean, that to me is the racism. Oh, wait. Then you have added this brown hand so you clearly oh, felt this was brilliant. the trump dog whistle on race explain oh, good. look if you, if you don't see this as racist uh, i would uh, ask you to please go get your vision checked and what a brilliant what a brilliant point that is if you don't see this as racist i would ask you to get your vision checked uh well i would ask you um to get your perception checked and to check your ideology because uh it's asinine the point you're making it's also, remember, we're not taking this, uh, you know, in a vacuum. This is not mm-hmm. the one instance mm-hmm. when Donald Trump has said something that is a dog whistle, a racist dog whistle. Let's racist not forget whistle. this shit. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, 
countries with predominantly black populations. Let's not forget the him assholes. telling, uh, you know, uh -huh. black athletes telling football players, you know, get that son of a bitch off the field. Mm -hmm. And now he goes after Good gosh. LeBron James. But it's not only that he went after LeBron James and Don Lemon. Uh -huh. He went after LeBron James and Don Lemon because of because. an interview about a STEM school that LeBron James has founded in a community in need, an at-risk community in his hometown of Cleveland. Yeah, he didn't go after him because of the school. What are you talking about? Yeah, I hate that school that he started, man. That, that school is really pissing me off. He went after him because LeBron James is defending the kneeling, and there's been that battle going on for months now. Um, but, of course, Donald Trump is racist no matter what he says. And this Sarah Young at the New York Times isn't racist, despite everything she says. It's, uh, it's getting tougher and tougher to discuss this without just losing your mind every day. Okay, so since the inauguration, and uh -huh. these numbers come from the Washington Post, by the way. No friend of Donald Trump. Nope. They actually did a story about his tweets and were they racist? Were they only geared toward black people since the inauguration? The Washington Post did? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm, okay. And I don't even know what they concluded. I'm literally just looking at a chart of theirs. We can't, we won't even give Trump the, um, the election season with a lot of white men that he was against. So we won't even talk about that. Since the inauguration, he has uh, referred to, and we're, we're saying if you call someone dumb, stupid, dummy, oh my gosh, we are discussing this in America. Okay. Mm -hmm. So anyway, um, or low IQ. Okay. So we got one white woman, Mika Brzezinski. Okay. Okay. So she was low, low IQ? Yep. Yep. Okay. We, got, we got four right. white men. Four white men. Mm -hmm. James Comey, James Clapper. <laughs> um, I'm missing the other two here, but the point is, okay. one woman who is white, four men who are white. It's five whites. Mm -hmm. uh, we've got uh, two black men. That's Don Lemon and uh -huh. LeBron James. And one black woman. That is Representative Waters. Seems to be five to three whites. Five, three whites. On low IQ. So put that in your pipe. Mm. Uh, amazing. <laughs> that's just, it's absolutely astounding. There you go. And that's from the Washington Post. Mm -hmm. And and Representative Waters mm. has been uh, the target of his ire Seven times. Well, yeah, because she's calling mm -hmm. out his supporters. She wants you to attack them in you know, in public, wherever you find them. Start screaming at them. Yes, shout them down. Uh, picket them. Make their lives miserable. So of the 10 tweets aimed at the mm. intelligence of black people, mm -hmm. seven have been to Waters, two to Lemon, one to LeBron. You would think that if he was just uh, wanting to indiscriminately rip on the intelligence of uh, minorities he would have spread out his fire you would but think. instead it seems pretty focused on individuals right oh my gosh stop right. trying to start issues where there again, aren't any what does this what does this accomplish for the left it drives us into the arms of the president yeah. where yeah. we don't necessarily want to be mm -hmm. it's made me far more defensive of donald trump than i otherwise would have been uh and so, it, I mean, they're doing the opposite. This has the opposite effect, I think, of what they intend. Yeah. And you know who doesn't have a color is the news media. That is the number one target of this president oh, in his tweets. Oh, by far. He doesn't say by far. the black news media. 
He just says the news, the fake news, all that stuff. CNN, mm-hmm. you know. He <sighs> even during even during the campaign, I didn't have the impression that Donald Trump was a racist. He had that one situation I know of where there was a uh I don't know, some kind of controversy at one of his properties in New York in the mid 80s. You remember that? Mm-hmm. And apparently there was some sort of I don't know, blacks weren't welcome in that building sort of thing, and there was something worked out, I think, in the courts, or maybe they came to a settlement. I don't know. But that, that to me, is the only thing I've ever heard of that even sounds like he might have some issue there, but I... I don't even know all the details yeah, of that. Problem. That's my problem with that. I don't know all the details of that either. So I don't even know that that qualifies. <laughs> other than other than that instance, I, I show me where he said anything racist. Calling somebody who happens to be black low IQ doesn't mean that you find you think that every black person has low IQ. That's just ludicrous and racist on your part if that's what you believe. You're the racist making that out of it. Saying somebody, because there are a lot of low IQ white people, there are low IQ people of every race. So you can't make that point. And yet they do all the time. Yeah. You, all the time. There are, just like we said, this, this can't be lost. Since he became president, he has tweeted about people being dumb, stupid, having low IQs, or calling them dummies <laughs> five times. It's what this guy five, does. Five white people, what three black people. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> we have enough problems with this country than to be manufacturing right. them. That's right. <sighs> but they'll keep manufacturing them anyway. Because that's what they do. It's what they love. You talk about divisive. Uh, the left is out of their mind dividing this country. They are completely out of control, out of their minds. And it's just got to stop. 888 with your thoughts. Uh, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Let me tell you about Earthwater, improving people's lives um, in several different ways. This is a 100% natural beverage mm-hmm. that can put... Much-needed missing nutrients back into your diet. Over 70 trace minerals. Earthwater is really unique. First of all, it looks like this. Mm-hmm. It's cool. It looks like a Coke or a Pepsi. Mm-hmm. Uh, it boosts your energy level. It helps rebuild your immune system, reduces your stress level. It improves your memory and focus and helps remove toxins from your do- your body. It, it may look unusual, but it tastes just like water. Tastes, yeah, you can't tell the difference. Nope. It's just water with a lot of nutrients in it. It's unlike anything else on the market. And right now, you've got an opportunity to get in on the ground level, participating as an affiliate, if you'd like, in the Earthwater Affiliate Program. Also, when you become an Earthwater Affiliate, you'll be given the opportunity to share your unique ID link with others. By being an affiliate, you uh, are reserving your position in the network marketing tree with the direct-to-market model when it's launched later this year, and establish yourself as an Earthwater brand ambassador. So what does that mean for you? Well, uh, Earthwater will pay you 40% weekly commissions on all orders placed by your customers. It's the highest percentage I think I've ever heard of. 40%. So to join the uh, Team Earthwater, go to theblaze.com, Team Earthwater. No, theblaze.teamearthwater.com. The blaze dot team earthwater dot com. 
Join today. This is Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome, 888 900 Okay, here's something else interesting uh, that happened over the weekend. Several private businesses took down a private businessman's, essentially his podcasts. Uh, and it's somebody normally we don't defend here, but um, I, I think this is extreme and silly and they are a private business so they can do it but they shouldn't apple facebook and spotify have all taken down most or all of the podcasts and videos of alex jones now they're, they're calling it hate speech and you know using hate speech as a mechanism to just take down things they don't agree with i guess look we we can figure this out on our own i don't i don't need i don't need you to just remove it from my site so that i be, like i can't figure anything out for myself again it's their private business and i guess they have every right to do it i just don't think they should be doing it so uh, Alex Jones, say what you will about him. I, I would say his business must be in a little bit of trouble right now. Facebook actually suspended his account for what a month, thirty days, thirty days, I think, last week, and then they took down a bunch of uh, a bunch of his podcasts. And then Apple followed suit over the weekend, and Spotify, I think, just took down everything. Uh, YouTube apparently now on that list as well. Breaking news. They so Google has page. joined yeah. joined the fun as well. There you go. Again, let us figure it out. We're not that stupid. We don't need to be protected from these people. We can. F- this is why we talk about it to help people uh, hear the other side of the equation, to show that there are two sides of this, and then you know make up your own mind. You want to follow him down those rabbit holes? That's up to you. If if you think that it's despicable and ridiculous, then great. Good job. You, you noodled it out. <laughs> we seriously don't. I, I mean, we don't need like Big Brother uh, or Big Sister doing this for us. It's, it's, uh, it's a shame that they don't they don't think enough of the American people, I guess. To let them decide on their own. And it's it's really too bad. Um, meanwhile, a veteran of the conflict in Lebanon stood up uh, at a city council meeting. Was this last week? Yeah, so we've got video of um, the actual uh, city councilwoman kneeling for the Pledge of Allegiance. So, so she does that. I don't know if you want to see that first. And yeah, then, I do. then the next meeting, um, a veteran shows up and uh, talks to her. 
Uh, so here, here is the video where they they do the. Uh, are they doing the pledge or yeah. are they doing the pledge okay. of allegiance? Yep. So she kneels. Watch this. Melissa Schlag, town in oh, Connecticut. She thought that was so powerful. Right? <laughs> she's so proud of herself. Oh, yeah. She thinks she's something else there. So then we've got the... Uh, so then in the, at the next uh-huh. council meeting, yep. a veteran shows up yep. to address her about that. I wholeheartedly respect your right to protest to take a knee, to lay down, to burn the flag, to do whatever it is that you show, please, okay? Mm-hmm. But if that's what you would like to do, do that on your own time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Kneel at your son or daughter's little league game. When you become a selected, an elected official, you become a representative of all of Haddam and all the constituencies. There's a reason why the lady that represents justice has scales in one hand and sword in the other in a blindfold. She does not look to see who she's going to stand just for and who not. But unfortunately, one of us elect persons decided to pull down Okay? That said, you ran as a Democrat. But once you became elected, unfortunately, you have to represent all of your constituencies. Last week and this week, you've told at least half the town, I don't care whether I offend you, and I am going to act on my way. That's in Connecticut. <laughs> that I don't know where Haddam is. I've lived in Connecticut on two different occasions, and I still I don't know where Haddam is. But uh, good for them, and seemed like the crowd was with him, which is pretty surprising. Yeah, let's see where Haddam is uh, compared to. Uh, it is down. Uh, it's down there between New Haven and uh, New London. Hmm. So it's okay. uh, you know South Central. Uh, interesting reaction from the people. That, I would not have expected that in Connecticut. Yeah, and, and that veteran's um, um, words for the councilwoman mirrored Dak's, Dak Prescott of the Dallas Cowboys. Yes. Look, if you want to protest, yeah. fine. Go ahead. Do it on do your, it own, your time. own time. That's not the place. And that's, that's, yes, that's right. That's exactly as it should be. Especially in the case of the private business, which liberals just can't seem to wrap their heads around. I never even hear that mentioned, that Jerry Jones owns the Dallas Cowboys. Mm -hmm. And the people who work for him are his employees. Now, he has decided that it's not a good business practice for his employees to kneel during a patriotic moment. And he's asked them not to do that. He told them not to do that. He's within, completely within his rights to do that. And if you're going to do that, he said, well, then you don't have to be a Dallas Cowboy. Yeah. Okay. Go to somewhere else. Go to the Philadelphia Eagles, where they seem to love that. And it's completely in their right as an American to do that. 
Yep. But do not, do not get upset when Jerry Jones fires you or trades you or does something, oh, benches you, you. You know he will. You know that whoever, whenever that happens, if freedom, it does. Freedom works both ways. Yeah, it's good. So it is. It's gonna be a. It. It's gonna be a firestorm though if that ever happens. Yep. Boy. Triple eight, nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. It's like now we're apprehensive for football season when I just want to relax and enjoy it. And the Falcons are stressful enough. I don't need to be worrying about who's going to be kneeling and who's not going to be kneeling. Well, that's been the whole problem with this thing from the beginning. I give up, Pat. I'm just, sad. You just want to enjoy football. Just leave that mm-hmm. other stuff somewhere else. Mm-hmm. We're bombarded with it every minute of every day. Now we have to have it in NFL games, too. It sucks. <laughs> yes. More Pat Grand Leash coming up. Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight, nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Uh, so I, I love this statement from Apple about sanctioning Alex Jones. Apple said it does not tolerate hate speech. All but one of the major content platforms have banned uh, conspiracy theorist Alex Jones as the company's race to act in the wake of Apple's decision to remove five podcast by Jones and his InfoWars website. Facebook unpublished four pages uh, for repeated violations of community standards. Uh, YouTube terminated Jones's account over him repeatedly appearing in videos despite being subject to a 90-day ban from the website. And Spotify removed the entire entirety of one of Jones's pod- podcasts for hate content. Now, who's deciding what's hateful and what isn't? Again, we can't make that determination on our own, I guess. Um, so that's great that we can be parented like this by these major corporations. Facebook's removal removal of the pages, the Alex Jones channel, Alex Jones page, InfoWars, and InfoWars nightly news page comes after the social network imposed a 30-day ban for his role in posting violating content to these pages. Apple further stated, Apple does not tolerate hate speech, and we have clear guidelines that creators and developers must follow to ensure we provide a safe environment for all of our users. Podcasts that violate these guidelines are removed from our directory, making them no longer searchable or available for download or streaming. We believe in representing a wide range of views, so long as people are respectful to those with differing opinions. (laughs) Okay. All right, does that apply to MSNBC and CNN and all these people that hate Donald Trump's guts? Does that apply to them? No, they've taken nobody down that I know of on the left. Who have they taken down? Are you telling me there's no hate speech from the left? None. Come on. Again, it's all one-sided. It's all about 
anybody who is uh, supportive of Trump, and for whatever reason Alex Jones is, so uh, he's got to go. Now, I think you could make, and they said that they weren't doing this. It wasn't about fake news. I, I think you could make a better case for fake news if you're going to take it down for anything. I mean, he said that Sandy Hook was a was fake. It was made up. And, and he's gotten in trouble with that. He's gotten in trouble with the Pizzagate thing for pushing that nonsense, let alone the 9-11 conspiracy. The 9-11 truther, that, I mean, that's essentially his theory. He was, if not the founder of the yeah. theory, one of the biggest uh, promoters of it, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yes, he was. And I, I mean, were you... Still in, in Houston when I had him on the air for an hour or two, whatever no. it was. Mm-mm. Man, that was one frustrating discussion. <laughs> I oh my gosh. That. Yeah. That that was something else. And everything, everything that I would bring up, he would take back to the Gulf of Tonkin. <laughs> Fairly every conspiracy oh, in wow. the world begins. At the Gulf of Tonkin. So, uh, wow. Yeah. That's interesting. So, wait, it doesn't. Some strange stuff. It doesn't. I thought every conspiracy <laughs> in the world went back to the Knights Templar. Yeah, um, well, you could probably take it back that far, but mm-hmm. he kept re- referencing the Gulf of Tonkin. Okay. You know, the thing is, they are a private company. All of these are mm-hmm. private companies. We mm-hmm. got that. We are totally on board with that justification. What's frustrating. <clears throat> Is this seemingly, not seemingly, this definitely arbitrary definition that is applied so unevenly. It's yeah. the same thing we started the show with, with Simone Sanders talking about, uh, well, I mean, that's not, it's not racist if you're black, basically, is what she was saying. It's only racist if you're white. Well, apparently it's only hate speech if you're on the right. On the right. Which or I don't even really con- think Alex Jones Exactly. Is, if, if you just have that label, regardless yeah. of what he really is. Right. But- you support Trump, then whatever you're saying is obviously born of hatred. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and even though the facts earlier, we, we even talked about that. The facts of his tweets show that he targets whites more than blacks. Um, but Doesn't matter. If, if we're going to have any opportunity, any chance to have coherent conversations about big mm-hmm. issues in this country, then we've got to be able to play by the same rules. And mm. that, I think, is what is driving us nuts right now. I just, I mean, again, it's frustrating. Private companies, they can do what they want, but um, you know, just uh, if you want to be perceived uh, as fairly, unbiased, yes, if you want to be non-biased, and obviously they have a bias, and so they're just showing us that. Also, over the weekend, uh, our friend David Hogg was oh, no. fairly active. Did was he really? Yeah, he was. He was out protesting the NRA. Ugh. Surprisingly enough. Really? And at the protest of the NRA, he had with him several heavily armed security agents. Wait, just not, to protect him. Not my David Hogg. Yeah. Yeah, the guy who hates guns and wants them out of our society <laughs> apparently had people, somebody hired uh, gunmen to be around him and protect him. Huh. He unwittingly uh, tweeted a photo showing additional armed security protecting him. So great. The hypocrisy. Uh, in an attempt to ridicule the pro Second Amendment counter protesters, the student undermined his own message. Today, David Hogg 111, with armed security and a bunch of gun grabbing activists, protested our empty HQ headquarters. And there were some 
interesting people there. Our social team chatted up the crowd, ended the day with ice cream paid for by every town. Stay tuned for video interviews. Uh, okay, so every town is that's uh, Michael Bloomberg's mm-hmm. organization where they're trying desperately to get guns out of the hands of Americans. Um, Hogg's photo showed at least three men who appear to be security agents, armed police officers stand in the parking lot, ready to protect the team with big bad guns and additional security that was also hired with big bad guns. Nothing like calling BS on the NRA and registering voters at their doorstep. Thanks to the young people for inspiring us and leading the way from mom's mom's demand. Uh, I guess Emma, what's her face? Emma Gonzalez was there too. David mm. Hogg. NRA tweeted uh, in, in their little note, there were some interesting people there. For instance, the armed security guards. And then Therese Okumu. Now, David Hogg calls Therese Okumu one of his biggest inspirations. Uh, This biggest inspiration is a woman immigration activist who scaled the base of the Statue of Liberty on the 4th of July and announced a profanity-laced anti-American song Friday during a news conference outside a New York City court building. Uh, She was in a court hearing for uncriminal charges she faced for climbing the National Monument. She said, I placed myself at risk for the truth and who cannot speak for themselves? This administration is an abomination. On the other hand, I took a chance on Independence Day to put a spotlight on the crimes committed against migrant children. Okumu screamed America three times and announced that she made a song. America, you mother effers. You drug addicts. You KKK. You fascist USA. That's that's really nice. And a big inspiration for David Hogg, keep in mind. Mm-hmm. Okumu wore green, a green dress that stated, I really care, why won't you be best? The dress was fashioned after the green jacket worn by Melania Trump that read, I really don't care, do you? <laughs> uh, former Secret Service agent Dan Bongino ripped into the spectacle during an appearance on Fox & Friends. He said they're the anti, anti-anti-communists. They're against it. Everything we stand for, they're against. Referring to the people on the left. Whatever that was, that speech right there, that's who the radical far left is. So, again, that's a, that's a big inspiration for David Hogg. He's getting his inspiration from interesting places. Meanwhile, the NRA is saying that they're about out of money. They might not even be able to do their rallies and events anymore because they had to pay some fine to New York, $7 million, for some sort of insurance that the state claimed was illegal. So they had to pay this fine, and now they can't do the insurance. Um, I'm not sure if I believe that. I'm not sure if that's coming from the left, that they're that hard up for money, or if it's an actual real deal. Hard to believe the NRA could be, because my understanding is, during all of this nonsense that's going on surrounding them with the David Hogg and Emily Gonzalez, I've heard they've got more membership than they've ever had. Yeah, They're actually adding people. Yeah, that first quarter also was huge for fundraising for them. Yeah, and it should have been because, because they were under we were under attack. The right. Second Amendment was under attack, and people responded with their dollars. So, my goodness, I I don't I hope that's not the case. Yeah, I do too. I do too. Maybe we should uh, turn.
try to get somebody on from the NRA this week too and see if um, see what they have to say about it. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, uh, Chris Cuomo had some interesting words, you know, from Chris Cuomo from CNN. For those of us who are pro life, he he really brought things into perspective. I, I think you're going to appreciate his insight into what a hypocrite both you and I are. Here's the argument. <clears throat> The smart part is squaring the logic of being pro-life. If you don't, okay. if you believe that you don't mess with life in one area, you don't mess with it, period. Well, in your opinion, that's... It's logical. But, okay. And it mm-hmm. plays to an inconsistency that we see here in America. Many who call themselves mm. pro-life are also pro-death penalty. Now, that's always struck me as odd. Has regardless it? of any arguments about innocence of the actor and the biblical assertions of eye for an eye. Because- okay, so... It's always struck him as odd, even though he knows the reasoning behind it. Even though a child, a baby in the womb, has done nothing wrong to deserve being killed. But a person who raped and murdered a a 14-year-old girl um, maybe deserves some punishment? Now, that doesn't make any sense to him. (laughs) But if you were to flip this argument around and say, well, you know what doesn't make sense, Chris? (laughs) Is you're fine with tearing the baby out of the womb but you won't do anything to the to the felon, to the murderer. Unbelievable. For believers, either the big man calls the shots of who lives and who dies, or uh-huh. we do, which is it. But then I read a little bit more into Bergoglio's words and thoughts. Did you? And I thought about it a little bit more, and I see wow, something that's not just smart, deep, but Chris. stunning. Stunning. It was In stunning. In Argentina, the Pope, then Bergoglio, mm-hmm. that's his name, he wasn't that's only a huge name. opponent of the Is that why you calling him now? That's his name. But of mm-hmm. inequities of how we treat the living. His argument has always been, if you are pro-life, then you are pro-all life equally. So the question for you is, are you Mm -hmm. pro-life? And if you say yes, do you mean just when it comes to a fetus? How about when it comes to a grave felony? How about when it comes to color? Now, you may answer quickly and say yes, but do you see that in the choices of your politics, in our collective choices Mm. about our economy, our institutions, our justice system? Do you see that, Chris? Do we see it on our board? With all this us versus them, <laughs> Christians and Muslims, wow. for many now with how men treat women, look at the yawning gap of rich and poor in this country. How laws like stand your ground make killing so Good gosh. easy. That let white men go free and let Listen black men die without racist bull crap. It happens in a system where fairness under law mm-hmm. is too often not the reality. Wow. You look at the border. Wow. People are not valued the same. No. We know what their homelands have been called, how their illegal entry has become a judgment on their soul. Nobody's judging their soul. We're saying we can't afford this madness. We're saying there's got to be rule of law. Nobody's judging their soul. There's such (laughs) tripe and nonsense. And, oh, he's so proud of himself. He thinks he's just nailed the right on he that. He thinks he's onto something here. Oh, he does. He's like, oh my gosh, I just had this epiphany in the shower this morning. I gotta write this down. <laughs> write this down. Oh, I wish I had a whiteboard in my shower. Oh, I gotta do this monologue on TV tonight. And all he did was explain his ideology, which we already know, and he explained ours, which he doesn't agree with. Okay, I knew that too. So, so. what a powerful, powerful speech, Chris. Thank you so much. Powerful and beautiful. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh. Let me tell you about Bomb Shot Lip Balm. This is uh, an awesome lip balm. And in the heat of the summer when the sun is pounding down on your body and on your lips, you just need something to protect them. That's where lip Bomb Shot Lip Balm comes in. First of all, it's great lip balm. And it also comes in this really great container that looks like a shotgun shell. I love it. 
It's really sturdy, too, so that when you put it in your pocket, at the end of the day, even if it's 108 and it's been in your pocket all day, it, it's not a gooey mess. Uh, nothing more frustrating than that. So Wayne had some real problems with his lips to the point where he got cancer and had to have his bottom, his lower lip removed and then replaced. Um, so he couldn't find anything that worked for him. So he invented something that did. And it's a great product. Everybody I know who's ever tried it absolutely loves it. Bomb Shot Lip Balm. For Blaze listeners only, they've got a really special offer. Go to bombshot.com, use the promo code PAT, and when you buy a two-pack, you get a third for free. When you buy a four-pack, you get a fifth free. And when you buy the six-pack, they're going to throw in this uh, handsome Bomb Shot logo baseball hat. So you buy six, you get the free hat and free shipping. So while it's available in now, I think over 3,000 stores nationwide, to get this great deal, go to bombshot.com, enter the promo code PAT, they'll deliver it right to you. So easy, so good, and you're going to love this stuff. B-A-L-M-S-H-O-T.com, bombshot.com. Go there now. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray returns. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, we were just talking pro life uh, with Chris Cuomo, who's who just uh, just took us to task. If you're on the right, if you're a pro life person, and just put everything back into perspective for us. Um, this is interesting because in Wisconsin. A Fox Cities man was charged with spiking his girlfriend's drink with an abortion-inducing drug. And he was convicted of attempted first-degree intentional homicide of an unborn child. Wait, (laughs) what? Wisconsin is essentially admitting here that there's a child in there? And that if you administer an abortion pill to someone, you've attempted to kill a person hmm that's interesting it's very interesting ivan that's interesting is there a phone number people can call ivan is there (laughs) is there a phone call (laughs) phone number Uh, that's interesting it's interesting yes the girlfriend of manish kumar patel 45 actually didn't even ingest the drink but miscarried anyway a couple of weeks later but the attempted homicide charge carries a maximum sentence of 60 years in the state prison system. They're going to sentence him on October 9th. A host of other charges in that case and two other cases, one felony and one misdemeanor, were dismissed. Uh, he was charged clear back in 2007, but he forfeited a $750,000 cash bond and went on the run for nearly a decade. He was arrested in New York back in January. When he was returned to Wisconsin, they put his cash bond a little higher at uh, $20 million. And then the bond on the second felony case was set at $30 million cash. So uh, he wouldn't be getting out on bail anytime soon. But again, in Wisconsin, you have deemed a pregnant woman, a pregnant woman's uh, tissue, a person, 
that was that somebody tried to kill. That's amazing. How, okay, how is that inconsistency not uh, how does that not enter into their thinking at all? You you've just conducted a criminal trial with a guy who uh unsuccessfully tried to abort a fetus. Now, it is against her will, so I guess that's that's one mitigating uh circumstance, but still how do you attempt to kill tissue? How do you attempt to kill cells? Yeah. Well, I mean, we don't know if that's even a human being in there, I thought. I, I thought we didn't, we didn't know for sure. Well, it's a human now. According to uh, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, when she was asked about her own children, she didn't know. <laughs> I mean, it's, do, do you remember this little discussion? The three children, correct? I do. <laughs> what are their ages? <laughs> I have twin 16-year-olds and a 12-year-old. Mm-hmm. And in your opinion, were they human beings before they were born? They're you know, human. I They're believe now. that every woman mm-hmm. has the right to make their own reproductive choices. Okay. What did you believe about your children, though? <laughs> that I had the right to make my own reproductive choices, which I was glad mm-hmm. to have, a right which I was proud to have. So were they human beings, or yes, just yes or no? That's They're great. human beings today, <laughs> and I'm glad that I had an opportunity to make my own reproductive choices as ed- ev- a right mm. that every woman has and should maintain. Wow. Okay, so when did they become human beings, Debbie? That's, you know, if we could if we could make that one determination, it, it would change everything. If we determined that obviously, since they're human beings now, they were human beings then. What you've killed was a uh, you know some process in human life. Can you deny that? You you can't begin to deny that, and be an honest person. So. That's what we have to determine. When is their life? At conception or at birth? Because the left would like you to think that they're not human beings until they've been born. But then that flies in the face of charging somebody with attempted homicide who tries to slip their girlfriend an abortion pill. Doesn't it? I mean, I don't even understand. That's pretty inconsistent. I would say that's... Uh, and it's Wisconsin. It's not Texas or Utah. Yeah. Or Indiana. This is a pretty liberal state. In the lay of the land, right? Like you said, up there in Wisconsin, you would think, what, charging with poisoning, maybe? Yeah, maybe. But not murder. But not attempted homicide. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's pretty That's pretty amazing. It's amazing, yes. All right, 888 And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Also, uh, coming up in just a few minutes... Chewing the fat with Jeffy is back. Jeffy's mm-hmm. back this week. And yeah. this time, he's pissed off. Where'd he go, anyway? Uh, I think he just stayed at home. It was like a staycation. Hmm. <clears throat> so, we'll find out. Maybe yeah. in a few minutes. Speaking of people who are back, and this time, it's personal. This time, they're pissed. What do we know about uh, Pico the shark? Where is he now? Yeah, I was just checking. Uh, he spent the weekend uh, making He's... some progress off to the northwest, headed he... toward. He was looks like he was making a beeline for Long Island or Connecticut. Really? Now he's curving back, and uh, looks like Ocean City, Maryland, uh, should be on high alert again. <laughs> so, I mean, the dude is out of his mind. Okay, again, if you missed it last week, we found the story of a, a shark that was tagged off the coast of Texas. Uh-huh. This has never happened before that they know of. Never happened. This shark traveled all the way from off the coast of Texas, all the way around Florida, up to 
now he's in Maryland. Yeah, he's, he's on the East Coast. He's lost his mind. It's like a 5,000-mile trip he's taken. Nobody knows why. They mm-hmm. don't understand, except for us. Yep. We understand, because we saw we saw the documentary, uh, Jaws Revenge. Mm-hmm. It was personal because some yep. family had pissed off the shark and he traveled from Maine down to Mer- Bermuda mm-hmm. to follow the family and kill them and eat them. So obviously some Texas family is pissed off this shark. Obviously. And he is now traveling to find them on the East Coast wherever they moved. And they can't move fast enough because he can't. can move up to 42 miles per hour. Well, well, he's trying to trick them too because mm-hmm. he's doing the zigzag thing. Yep, thinking, cute. Yeah, I'm not after you. Cute. And then as soon as they feel comfortable and they get into the you know, into the ocean. Um, I don't know where. Yeah. You know, east eastern shore in Maryland. And and maybe they're out there for a leisurely. And then here, here comes Pico. Here comes Pico. And he's pissed. Yep. He's and, pissed. And over the weekend, though, right. um, ABC <clears throat> News uh, made it known that um, sharks are acting crazy because of uh, global warming. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll delve into that's, that a little that's more. That's what it is. Uh, later on. Recently, there were uh, two tragic officer-involved shootings. One where officers fatally shot an innocent bystander. And in another... A hostage was killed, and I don't tell you this to be uh, critical of law enforcement. I'm telling you this because these are trained professionals who train for these scenarios thoroughly, but still, you know, things happen. So what does this say for the rest of us who go out shooting once a month at best, every, you know, a couple of times a year? Don't risk being underprepared, undertrained, and spending the rest of your life replaying a moment in your, in your mind. iTarget Pro has revolutionized home firearm training. You can train at home. You don't have to buy all the ammo. It's going to save you a bunch of money, and it just utilizes your smartphone and their app, and then there's a laser that you put in the gun in place of the bullet so it detects exactly where your shots are landing. Awesome system. Right now, save 10% with the offer code PAT when you purchase the iTarget Pro system. The letter I, targetpro.com, itargetpro.com. Go there now. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Oh, that happy sound brings the happy tidings that Jeffy is back to chew the fat with us. How was your vacation last week? That was fun. Yeah, Yeah, it was all right. (laughs) Weren't you, like, alone at home? Well, uh, sadly, no. Oh, okay. Uh, No, my my wife was gone with my youngest son, but that left for some reason. And we're addressing this as we speak. As a matter of fact, in the Fisher household, she couldn't take the daughter with her. <laughs> so, <laughs> not real sure. That won't happen again. So, <laughs> that, that cut into the party. It sure did. It yeah. sure did. I mean, I Doing was, cocaine off the stomachs I of... Was, I was dialing for her <laughs> friends to be... So she can come over tonight? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Hey, you know what? This is a good yeah, night for know, my daughter to sleep yeah, over if man, you're she interested. Is dying to be with you. Man. <laughs> you got some nice new shoes. I see you went shopping. No, I've had these. What? Yeah. Some nice new hiking boots there. No, I had these. I've never seen them. I mean, normally I'll, you're walking around I'll take barefoot. pictures of normally my shoe just collection if you'd here, like. So it's nice to see that you're actually putting shoes on for I a have change. a little bit of, you know, I have a little bit of a shoe issue that I, I purchased shoes that too much. Do you really? Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. I like shoes. Oh, Melda Marcos here. Uh, yeah. Huh? I, you, you, I know you like Marcos. shoes. I know you got a thing. Wow. I didn't shoes. know that. Yeah. So, you know, I break yeah. them out every time to time. Okay. <laughs> All right. 888 One of the things, you know, we can talk about it. I had it for the end of the segment, but we can talk about it now since we're talking about vacation. I was out, my daughter and I were out running around one day and we went to this aquarium. And of course, this oh. mall in the area that has the aquarium is also affiliated with this place called Legoland. Yeah. And so you she went to go there. You went to the uh, Grapevine Mall. Yeah. Grapevine Mall. So we go there. We'll, 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 we'll find. We'll go spend mm-hmm. some time. Whatever. Get some shoes there. And uh, so we go. You know, Is there see a reason the, you didn't want to name the mall? It's uh, what you live there, or it was too dangerous for you now. If you go there ever again, just or relating a story about <laughs> okay. going to okay. this aquarium right. in Lego Land. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. It's I'm, at the I'm Grapevine Mall. Okay, <laughs> Grapevine, Texas. Well, you're yeah, just be, being very secret. The Christmas I... capital of the world. Oh, just... Yes. Anyway, the uh, so I go to Legoland and we're there and we're putzing around. We had fun, you know, messing around with the employees and they're working there. It's fun, always goofing off with them. But mm-hmm. I said, well, I'm getting thirsty, so I'll go. Uh, you know, I'll go get a bottle of water. Okay. We're in hurricane season right now. The next time, the next time, a government personnel tells me that price gouging is a problem during hurricane season uh-huh. uh they need to go spend three dollars for a bottle of water at legoland <laughs> okay i yeah. ordered one bottle of water there's a receipt proof positive mm-hmm. 20 ounces three bucks i mean now i said yes i could have said no prior to paying for it and not gotten the bottle of water mm-hmm. but i, I don't want to hear about it, gouging I've heard, I've paid four bucks or five bucks before. I mean, it's event pricing. Yes. Right? Yes. And you're going to tell me that there's price gouging during hurricane? Stop it. No, I know. That's true. Stop it. I mean, if you go to, I'll bet you if you go to Rangers Park. Oh, probably more. Uh, what, probably what four you, or five. Four or five bucks, I'll yeah. bet. Uh, yeah. And I know when there's, you know, little vendors concerts outside yeah. concerts, they're charging five dollars right. sometimes. And they're not for 20 ounces. It cost you, what, 30 cents, 10 cents, a nickel? That's incredible profit margin. It sure is. It's incredible. But, you know, 30 years ago, we would have never, ever conceived that we would pay anything for water. Because it's always been free. No, we're crazy. Bottled water, you'd be be insane. But I I tell you, they've completely indoctrinated me into it now. I can't can't do tap water anymore. I've just become a water snob, and I have to have... Bottled water. I mean, I, I do tap water once in a while, and then it's after I do it, it's like, eh. yeah, five dollars at like, Cowboy Stadium, by the way, yeah. gentlemen. I mean, okay, so but, wow, but that's what I thought. It, it, it bows to my point. Yeah, stop it does. with the gouging stuff. Yeah, right. Come on. Yep, you're killing me. Yeah. People get to have to make a living, and if you can't stop this, yep. which I don't want them to, I mean, it's capitalism, <laughs> yeah. and I Free can market. say no. You can say no. I could, when when mm-hmm. I, I take a bottle of water, three dollars, but, but Ooh. yeah, no, no, thank you. I'll go to I'll go find a drinking fountain. Well, even if you go across the street here to Seven Eleven, it's going to be what a dollar fifty, maybe two. Yeah, a couple, uh, that's yeah. way too much. Right, way too much. Right, I get forty eight at Sam's Club for. Two, three bucks. Mm-hmm. But local municipalities and states <laughs> during hurricanes and disasters make it a point. We're going to crack sure down. Do. You see gouging, yep. so help me. You better call the state attorney general's office as soon as you can find electricity again, and we'll crack down on them. They but sure meanwhile, do. while you're at the airport and you get through security because you can't bring a drink behind the, the security zone, uh, then they can charge whatever the hell they want to. And same and thing do. at the Cowboys games and as they well. Do. Yep. And do. Well, and I remember the last hurricane in, in Houston, um, somebody outside – well, it wasn't the last one. This was the uh, – I think this was the one where it was mass exodus, and then the hurricane missed us and went to Beaumont. And so all those people died on the road trying right. to escape, the right. 3 million people Sad. who tried to get out of Houston. Sad. And so uh, you couldn't get gas. Uh, I mean, 
everything was blocked off because there was a massive traffic jam, which right. took them days to sort out. Amazing. And nothing got into town. All the gas stations were closed. The banks were closed. The ATMs were empty. Everything was shut down. No grocery stores were open. All the food was gone. Everything. It was it was a third world nation for about a week and a half. And um, and about 30 miles outside of Houston, this some gas station got gas. And they started charging 15 bucks Damn a gallon. right. 15 bucks yes. a gallon. And the attorney general from Texas went after him and prosecuted him for it. How wrong is that? I would have paid 15 bucks a gallon Absolutely. if I could get gas. If you can't, sorry. Yeah. I'm like, right. I've got cash. <laughs> I need some gas. Put it in. Exactly. Or drive by and run out of gas. You don't have to buy it. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Uh, uh, it's agonizing. It's a weird situation. The it price is weird, and, I, and I, I understand the frustration because, you know, people are... You're taking advantage of people in a tragedy, and that's bad. You shouldn't do it, but people do. Should it be a crime? I don't know. <laughs> no. That's hard. That's it a hard is. one. That no. is a hard one. It's a hard. You are taking advantage of people. Absolutely. I mean, kinda... And I thought we wanted the marketplace to decide after the fact. We'll go. Oh, remember that guy on the corner? Yeah. Yeah. What a jerk. And I know. Right. I mean, that's that's, that's where true. we're at with Alex Jones, right? Yeah. I mean, we're in the same place. Yes. Same place. I mean, you know, they point. YouTube and and. Uh, Spotify and Apple. all these other all these other platforms are saying, "Hey, we're pulling them down." Let me decide. Hey, thank you, because mm-hmm. it's going to be you soon. You'll yeah, be next. Oh, oh, it absolutely yes. You'll be next. What did you say? Uh, they they I mean, came for Alex Jones, and I did nothing because yeah. I don't like Alex Jones. I mean, that's why. Okay. Well, yes, and they will come for everybody else right. too. And that, on the right, and you have, they'll leave everybody on the left alone. And you have your your boy James Gunn, right? I mean, he's from you know the gal- really Guardians of the boy. Galaxy. Your boy. No, but he's your boy. He's no, not my Guardians boy. of the Galaxy. He's, he's not my boy. He's your boy. No, it is. It is not my boy. Oh, okay. I only like the first ga- Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't like the second one. But so now everybody's on his side, right? The guy they wrote the big open letter saying, "Hey, yeah. bring him back." Uh-huh. Kurt Russell's doing interviews saying, "Hey, look, yeah, it's a big part of our family." <clears throat> I get it. I get it. That's it's a big part of our fabric now. But you know. Maybe we are getting a little too sensitive. Maybe some get a little too sensitive with some of the wrong people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and you, it's starting think, to affect. Kurt? It's starting to affect Hollywood, and now they don't huh, like it. Yeah, huh. they created it. That's the, right. That's the problem to me. They created this. Now you're dealing with it. Sorry, it's all you, you did baby. this, but it's all you. He's right in that we don't have to. We don't have to jump to this every single time. No, we don't need oh to my do gosh. that. It's ridiculous. No, stop it. it's, it's Twitter. Unless unless you have proof that he's molested children. Okay, well, then show me that, and then you fire him over that. But if he's just dumb, doing dumb tweets, come on. I mean, that was the deal with, with uh, your your girl from the New York Times, right? Your, <laughs> your girl. Definitely not I mean, my girl. <laughs> but, I mean, Candace Owens, when yeah. she tweeted out the stuff replacing the words down. with the white and, and Jewish— um, and she even said in the tweets, this is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And Twitter, mm-hmm. and I mean, the thread of people defending her to Twitter was amazing. I mean, they were tweeting at Jack, who's the head of Twitter. Hey, at Jack, what are you doing? Wow. So, but then they found out it was just a, it was it happened by mistake. Mm. Oh, sure. Right. That's it was right. just a, it was just an algorithm issue. An that, algorithm that, issue. You know, it's 12, that was it only that. lasted 12 hours. So, you know, we figured it out. It only took us 12 hours. It didn't take us 12 hours to pull it, but it took us 12 hours to figure out that it was a mistake. Right. That's right. All. So don't worry about it. I'm not worried. <laughs> Jeez, I hate Twitter. So I inconsistent. Wait, Mr. Twitter hates Twitter? I, yeah. I, I do. I love it. But it, it's it. getting out. I mean, there's plenty of people now trying to really create something that will go up against them. And 
I'd like it. I know. Somebody needs to do I, it. I think I would, too. Mm-hmm. And it's, and it's going to be some guy, you know, the the uh, .com, Kim.com guy is big on it. I mean, he's, he's it's going to be guys like that that are going to be creating these platforms. Kim.com? Yeah. Not familiar with Kim.com. What does he do? Wow. 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 He's an internet guru that's being charged by the government. He's been fighting the U.S. government for years. He started oh. the big platform um, that was downloading all the music. Oh, gosh, Stupid name. Napster? No, it was another one. But he's been fighting uh, New Zealand and the United States. He's looking. He might get extradited to the U.S. But he had trials been going on for years now. Hmm. But he has actually been a big proponent of. I'm starting a new platform. Oh, and good. Jump on board. All right. And where where it's free, you know where he claims that it'll all be free. Mm-hmm. I mean, it'll you're you'll be able to say what you want. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's see. Let's see how it goes. I Imagine you know, the ugliness on that, though. I know that. I know. Wait, you want us to be free? So, right. <laughs> but that's what you're going to get. Right. You're going to get that if yeah, you if you, you are. if you if you don't limit it. You're going to see hate speech. Oh well. Everywhere. Well, let us determine it then. Maybe maybe we won't be on the f- format anymore. Maybe we'll leave it if we don't like it. But leave that to us. And I don't have to look on Twitter. If I don't follow you, I don't see your tweets. The only right. way I see your tweets is if I search Twitter or if someone I follow <clears throat> retweets what you tweet. Yeah. And then I can say, hey, you know, maybe I won't follow you anymore because if you're retweeting that, what else are you reading? Mm-hmm. Maybe I won't follow you. And so it's my decision. Yeah. Not Twitter's. Yeah. Exactly. Ridiculous. Uh, good news from uh, Las Vegas. Uh, they've concluded their investigation. Oh, good. We are done. We have figured out. It's all wrapped good? up. <laughs> Uh, it's all wrapped up. Uh, we've been able to answer uh, the questions of who, what, when, where, and how, uh, but we've not been able to uh, definitively answer why. Uh, that's and it. that's it, We're right? Done. They We're just done. say. They don't even speculate. We're they done. Don't... Yeah. We're done. It's over. Oh, uh, no reason. We don't know any reason for this guy killing 56 <laughs> people, 58 people. How many was it? Yeah. Uh, well, he had, uh, what, 31 killed at the scene, 27 pronounced dead after. Right. Mm-hmm. So 58, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, 869 people with documented physical injuries, 413 mm-hmm. wounded by bullets or shrapnel. Jeez. I mean, that's a lot. Investigators traced the path of every round that was fired. Mm-hmm. An estimated 1,058 in all from 14 different weapons. Most were aimed at the festival grounds. Some were fired uh, down the hotel hallway. Uh, eight individual shots were fired at a jet fuel tanks on the west side of the international airport, striking and penetrating one of the tanks, but no fire, no explosion. Wow. Got lucky there. Uh, yeah. Inside his suite, police found an estimated 5,280 rounds of unspent ammunition and another 10 rifles that had not been fired. And then, you know, he ended up killing himself, you know. And then they mm-hmm. got they got into a, a big debate. Over, you know, all the videos, the 2,000 investigated leads, 22,000 hours of video, 252,000 images obtained, and approximately 1,000 served legal processes. And through all that, Nothing was found to indicate motive. Wow. Nothing. Come on. And. Do you believe that? I don't believe it. An Arizona man accused of supplying Paddock with the armor-piercing rounds, only person to be charged in the case. With the uh, um, and it, they also uh, had a big thing about how the officers responded, mm-hmm. and they said this is not a review of every officer's actions or responses that took place that night. Those reviews are internal and are considered. And personal what matters. about the illegal alien uh, security guard? They don't even. He was part of the the bullets that went down the hallway. That's it. That's the only mention he gets in that. 
Wow. Wow. Any terror links uh, mentioned there anywhere? I think they successfully swept this right under well, the rug. I, I mean, I don't. <clears throat> Something's going on there. It sure feels like it. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. I, you know, you can obviously we can speculate till the cows come home, but I don't. It sure feels like it, man. Mm-hmm. So strange. Uh, so, oh, by man. the way, the cows don't come home that late. It's like five in the afternoon, so it's not that long. Well, with the, bells, so you know. the bell rings, that's when yeah, they, yeah. That's when they come, well, they come home fairly early. Well, what are they they're plans? Ready maybe, to eat. Well, they're ready to eat and get milked. Yeah. Yeah. That's when the cows come home. Uh-huh. <laughs> what, if, what if they had a night out, man? I mean, they do don't really not... have nights out. No, they don't. They're really? cows. No, they, yeah, they don't they get really let do out. That. They milk huh. in the morning, they get yeah. let out, then they come home and they get milked again. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose it's a moo point then. Yep, it is. That was good. No, I... Sad sad news also from Hollywood today. Robert Redford quits acting. Oh, oh, wait, no. I know, I know, I know. Oh, look, no. no. Don't say that. I know. Don't look, say well, that. I got, Does that mean no more movies ever? Look, never say never. Ever? But I pretty well concluded that, you know, <laughs> enough is enough. Mm. And uh, Have gonna, you? I might as well. Look, he's just got done wrapping up a movie, The Old Man and the Gun. I was just and, about uh, to say, he doesn't want, he's getting tired of getting scripts that show him at the end of a hole in a nursing home. He turns 82 this month. Uh-huh. And... Uh, <clears throat> Look, he wanted him to end with something upbeat and positive. <laughs> so, so nothing's coming his way from his agent, apparently. Well, you know, he might direct, but he might just go and sketch. It's good to be on his own, relax, mm-hmm. like he has been all his life. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's why I'm let you know that he, this is it. Mm-hmm. Wow, the old man and the gun. I, you know, Heart, you're gonna be heartbreaking. Able, I know. That's. I probably shouldn't have left. <laughs> if we could just get Robert De Niro. <laughs> To retire, now. I know, and they're talking about putting Douchebag. him in that other that new Joker movie, right? Well, you want to put a ruination <laughs> on a movie, you just killed half whoa, your audience whoa, right there. Whoa, uh-huh. right there. Did you just use the word ruination? Ruination. Mm-hmm. If you want to put a ruination on your movie, that's it. Yep, I mean, that's a yep. four syllable word from <laughs> I mean, Jeffy. Ridiculous. I mean, I and I like De Niro, I, you know, it, I've liked a lot of his past roles, mm-hmm. and it's I like enjoy the movies. But he's making it very difficult for me to watch him in any role, past or present. Yep. Without thinking, definitely shut not. up. Definitely. So California's on fire. I don't know if you know this. I do. But know California it. is on fire. The Mendocino complex fire jumped across at least four creeks. And I know we have some footage of some of the fires. We've got footage of the the big uh, fire tornado that they had uh, making the rounds. That uh, apparently people- there's 21 now. Uh, well, I think the total is, uh, I have the total I think the here. update is 21. They were Eight. saying 18, now it's up to 21. Five, well, then this, this story has 559,000 acres, mm-hmm. threatening 17,000 homes. So, you know, that's up. I mean, that's up for, if you've got 21 and not mm-hmm. 18 large fires, you, that's what you're, you're talking about more than that. Uh, it's really, really scary. Um, this fire alone, this one that you're watching, the Mendocino fire, 273,000 acres, 68 homes in 10 days. Second largest wildfire in the history. Jeez. I mean, it's just growing and burning. It's scary. Mm. These guys are out there fighting, and they've shut down some of Yosemite. Trees are falling on firemen. I think one lost his life this week. Uh, mm. um, very sad. Yeah. Very sad. Um, you know, while I was on vacation, I happened to think that, I wonder... If we live in a roach-infested city. So I looked it up, and I want to see the top ten roach-infested oh, cities no. in America. Mm-hmm. New York Number City. Number one. Okay, sorry. 
Number one. We're, not, we're counting down. Or you want me, I'll start okay. wherever you want. Start Memf- at the bottom and work your way up. Memphis. Number 10. Okay. New York. Okay. Number nine is New York. Yes. Mm. Okay. Dallas. Number, number eight. eight. Mm. Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Raleigh, North Carolina. Say the number first. Phoenix. Atlanta. Mm-hmm. A lot of southern cities. Mm-hmm. Miami. I'm surprised that. Miami. Uh, oh, Don't say South Carolina. I swear. What are we up to here? I knew it's going to be Charleston. One, two, three. Number three. Number three. Miami. All right. Houston. Yeah. Number two. Oh, I can attest to that. <laughs> Don't say Charleston. Don't say and the number one. Oh, come Roach on. infested city Those in America. Bugs. Charles at New Orleans, Louisiana. <laughs> New Orleans. <laughs> Stop looking right. at me, man. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere I've lived except for that one. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Uh, more chewing the fat coming up in a sec. Uh, first, I got to tell you about Riduzone. This is awesome stuff. If you've been really struggling, uh, losing weight, and especially after a certain age, for me it was, I mean, one. You know, wow. One. You waited a while. Yeah, I did. <laughs> uh, it's really tough after that point, but then it gets even tougher at like 40, 50, 60, 70, 80. and then where Jeffy is, it's buds. I mean. I mean, right after, <laughs> right after the doctor slapped him on the butt, it's been tough for him. And so, uh, there is something that can help, though. It's called Riduzone. This is a safe, natural, FDA acknowledged dietary supplement. They they extracted the OEA out of olive oil, and that's what is shown to boost metabolism and reduce appetite. So you're not thinking about food all day. Makes it a lot easier. If all you can think of is, Geez, I can't wait till I can eat next time. Uh, it makes it. It makes it difficult yeah, to keep tad, the weight off. Hard. So it's time to try Riduzone. Order it today at Riduzone.com. That's R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com. Enter the promo code PAT. Receive 30% off a three-month supply. Riduzone.com. Promo code PAT. You'll get 30% off a three-month supply. Riduzone.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. On the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. And uh, continuing to chew the fat with Jeffy. Um, have, have you been following the Urban Meyer saga? I have. Well, I mean, we're getting close, so close to college football. I mean, yeah, right? I'm so psyched. Excited. Me too. But this me is too. amazing because you know what his record is at Ohio State? 73 and 8. Yeah, and he sucks. I mean, 73 losses. and 8. <laughs> a loser. You know what his, his lifetime head coaching record is? A hundred and seventy-seven and thirty-one. I mean, I know that is unreal. I know. I, look, I've sat across from the guy a couple of times, and uh, you know when they recruited my my oldest son, yeah, at Florida when he was at Florida, and uh, I know, I, you know, I pretty good at what he does. I, I'm he, guessing. I guess he is pretty good at what he does. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we saw that. Uh, I think you sent me the video from the Veritas video yeah, from the ex players, James yeah. O'Keefe. And they did these hidden uh, camera interviews with some of his players from Florida. And he doesn't seem like a good guy. No, he's not. He's not a real good guy. He, he expects, you know, he, he just does what he wants to do and always has. Yeah. And I've witnessed some of that. You know, we went to, when they were recruiting, we went to a few of those practices and witnessed a few of the uh, uh, big circle, uh, two guys in the middle, hit each other till they're dead. uh mm. 
really fun times at practices. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not quite up to the level of what these guys were talking about, but pretty close. Yeah. Pretty close. Well, and, he, he apparently, according to these guys from Florida, would make people get in the weight room and just keep lifting until they couldn't go, yeah, anymore, couldn't go anymore. Until they couldn't, until they just could not push the They joked around weight. about the one guy that And the uh, one guy blew, blew his, blew his, his legs out. Yeah. Oh, man, that had to hurt. And the one guy who was, uh, <laughs> you know, was the new kid on the block. They made fun of him and called him a pansy. Yeah. Worse words than that because his shoulder, he was saying that his shoulder And he had some terrible hurt. infection that could have killed Almost him. Almost killed him. Yeah. yeah. Almost Amazing. killed him. Amazing. Right. Uh, sad stuff. And, and I, I thought that might be the last straw. And maybe it has been, but they're devoting the time to actually, maybe they're just working behind the scenes to replace him right now. Or it may be that because he's 73 and 8, he survives this at Ohio State. Well, it'd be nice. I don't look, know. He, look, the guy, he stopped, he, he left Florida, right, because he had headaches. Right, yeah. And he couldn't just coach oh, anymore. Oh, is that remember? why? Yeah, no, I, I do remember. Yeah, he was sick. Shut up. Mm-hmm. And then he did a TV for about a year and said, oh, I might as well go back to coaching. Ohio yeah. State. Ohio State sounds good. After they ran off, well, seven, what's his face? 7.8 million sounded pretty good, I think. Yeah, it's a good living. Yeah, that's not a good bad. life. Yeah. And uh, look, he <clears> devotes you know 24 hours a day, seven days a week to the job, and it pays off. Sure does. But it just seems to me that even though Ohio State said like 14 days, I think that, I think that when they first... If they didn't want to fire him, I don't think they would have, uh, you know, they kind of slapped his hand, said, okay, we're going to set you off on the side here for a little bit. I think they're just negotiating terms now. think so. I, I don't know yeah, how he, he gets out of that. I, I think he's probably done. I don't know how he gets out of that. Well, that's a tough one. It is. It is that's a tough one. Because If you know about abuse, him. spousal abuse, and sweep it under the that rug. That should not have been working for him. Yeah. 888 More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here. On the Blaze Radio Network. All right. Uh, 888-900-3393. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, This uh, Facebook thing and Apple and Google removing Alex Jones is really intensifying. YouTube has removed his stuff. Uh, All these tech giants. Big headline on uh, Drudge right now. Tech giants working together to block conservatives. First of all. Alex Jones is not a conservative. Nope. Um, just know that going in. Uh, the far left and Democrats understand, though, that conservatives get their news from online publishers. And since the election, the Gateway Pundit found from traffic analysis that Facebook has eliminated 93% of traffic to top conservative websites. 90, that's why you don't see them on the lists uh, at the top of the websites anymore. Mm -hmm. They changed their algorithm so that it would eliminate traffic to the conservative websites. Man. Um, That is incredible that it's 93. I knew it was a lot. Didn't realize it was 93%. Top conservative Websites have gone from uh, 93.7 million uh, views 
a day to 6.8 million. Oh my gosh. Mm-mm. 93.7 to 6.8. And on Monday, they caved to the media mob demanding censorship of InfoWars, permanently banned their page. They made a statement, uh, Facebook has permanently banned InfoWars for unspecified hate speech. Uh, This is from InfoWars. They didn't even tell us what the offending posts were. This sets a chilling precedent for free speech. To all other conservative news outlets, you're next. The great censorship purge has truly begun. It is true. Make a good point. And we said this a few minutes ago. First, they came for Alex Jones. And I did nothing because I don't like Alex Jones. I don't agree with him. He's a conspiracy theorist. Well, then they came for Glenn Beck. And then they'll come for everybody else. Because they can't, they can't win this thing in uh, on the battlefront of ideas. They can't win. Nope. They're not winning. They can't win. Uh, and so instead, they just eliminate. They just don't give you the chance to hear the opinions. <clears throat> Also, Apple confirmed today they have removed five of six podcasts, which includes Jones' infamous The Alex Jones Show and other InfoWars audio streams. Mm, It's interesting they did this on the same day. You don't suppose they are all getting together and talking about this. Whoa. Collusion? Yeah, that's not illegal, though. Collusion's not illegal. Let's just say that, first of all. (laughs) Even if it is collusion, it's not illegal. (laughs) And apparently, the next thing they want to do is uh, ban climate deniers, because that's akin to you know denying the holo- Holocaust. Oh, I'm next then. Uh, because you're denying climate change. So, Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, I mean, that's just silly. How could you deny climate change? You guys be looking <clears throat> at Hangry Keith going to be blocked or disappear or something real soon. Mm-hmm. Um. Facebook, well-known as a breeding ground for misinformation, has a particular problem with disseminating false and misleading messages about climate change science. The platform spreads climate-denying videos and other posts, hosts climate-denying ads, and officially partners with climate-denying media outlets and organizations. That's what the left is complaining about. I mean, so they pressure them like this until they finally cave. A recent video promoting false arguments against climate change science got more than 5 million views on Facebook. Yeah, false according to whom? The video was posted uh, in June by the Daily Signal, an arm of the Heritage Foundation. Well, I doubt that was false then. Heritage Foundation is reliable. They t- apparently it was titled, Why Climate Change is Fake News. Featured Mark Moreno who is a, a legitimate scientist, a legitimate climate scientist. We've talked to him on the air before. Yep. He's really good. He knows what he's talking about. It is not fake news. So you can't tell me this is uh, false arguments. That's bullcrap. It's arguments you don't agree with, maybe, but they're not false. He outlined three things the left gets wrong about climate change. And they they say that all three are common and easily debunked myths. Eh, bullcrap. <sighs> um, he writes, uh, Nusatelli notes that Facebook's viewership numbers are likely inflated, but the video still has reached a lot of people. 
Fortunately, the exposure to Morano's misinformation video is not as bad as it seems at first blush, although Facebook implies the video has been viewed 5 million times. A view is counted after just three seconds and videos on the site. Well, that's for everybody. What are you talking about? Nevertheless, video has been shared over 75,000 times. So it probably has been viewed 5 million times. That's what happens when it gets shared. So it's certainly reached a wide audience. As of this writing, uh, the Daily Signal video has now been viewed 6.3 million times and shared 102,000 times. Now, we got to look at this thing. Because that sounds like a good video that we need to need to watch. How many times was an inconvenient truth watched and viewed by people all over the world? And it was riddled with lies and misinformation. Riddled with lies. They don't care about that. It was so bad, in fact, that even in the UK... A judge ordered that when it was shown to children at school that they had to uh, bring up the fact that at least nine of the points they made were inaccurate and wrong. So don't don't tell me about Mark Moreno because uh, that's total nonsense. But you know that's what they're going to do. They're going to try to shut down everybody who's not completely on board with this climate change thing. Even though, again... There's something like 38,000 climate scientists that are not on board. They claim there's consensus. They claim it's settled. It's not. It's nowhere close to settled or consensus. 888-933-93. Also in uh, Venezuela over the weekend. Mm, paradise. Uh, yes. Very close to Nirvana. Yeah. And uh, Shangri-La. Utopia. If you will. If heaven were a place on earth. It would be headquartered in Caracas. Mm -hmm. Or not. No. As the case may be. During an act uh, for the commemoration of the 81st anniversary of the creation of the Bolivarian National Guard, there were two explosions when Venezuelan President Nicolas Maduro gave a speech. Kind of interesting. Take a look at uh, what happened in Caracas over the weekend. Vamos a apostar por el bien de nuestro país. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. Uh-oh. Oh, and then oh the no, what's happening? They're looking explosion. up at a drone. There's a drone with a bomb. Cut away to the explosion. soldiers. Cut away to the soldiers. Look how still they are. You think that's on pause. They're actually standing there, just hanging out. And then... And they're brave. Check out how brave they are. It blows up. Wait for it. Wait for it. And... Protect them. Oh, oh no! Everybody starts running. Run for your life! <laughs> the social oh, cut to the running horse and they scatter <laughs> there was a couple of guys that went that ran in front of maduro though and maduro and put up i don't know some sort of shield around him oh. so that fallout i guess wouldn't hit him but wait i thought this is paradise why is anyone mad at him i don't know you know it seems what it forty five thousand percent inflation is not to your liking what, what do you want what do like, you people want three percent inflation <laughs> No inflation? What, do you want to pay the same thing for something today that you paid this afternoon? Come on now. You can't do that. You can't expect that. Um, It's only going to be a million percent by the end of the year, according to the IMF. (laughs) The International Monetary Fund just said one million percent inflation. Only. It's not going to be five million percent. Calm down. Seriously. What are you pissed off about? got to cool it. You know what? They just haven't gone far enough with the socialist thing yet. That's, That's all.
They just need to go further. That's why it hasn't worked so far. They're not doing it right. They need to go further. You know, what sucks is that, well, nobody ever has done it right. Because no, it true. can't be done right. Whoa. What kind of statement is that, Keith? Well, I'm a climate denier, so I don't That's, know exactly what you. kind of leg I have to stand on here with none, this opinion. None. Zero. Sorry. <laughs> Interesting, though, um, that... I mean, it is starting to heat up pretty badly in Venezuela. And, I mean, they admit the economy has failed. They admit that they're in total chaos. The people are starving. They don't have medical services. And he still won re-election. Huh. wonder how that happened. How does that happen? I don't know. He's wildly unpopular. Like, I I don't remember what the percentage was, but it's, it's minuscule of those who like him. Anyone, anyway. I don't know how that happened. That's uh, amazing. Jimmy Carter didn't go down there to make sure that everything no, was on the up and up. Not this time. Uh uh-uh. Oh, the democratic socialism, though. It's you know, it's a democratic process. You know, it's amazing. I'm sorry to get uh, you know going ADD moment here, but <clears throat> how is it that Jimmy Carter always shows up at these elections and the evil dictators win anyway? Um, I, that's just wild coincidence. Okay. Yeah, just a wild coincidence. Sorry. <clears throat> And he always goes to the best, the best countries too. He, you know, they're always the communist dictators that he seems to be helping to prop up. Huh? So. Prop up, or you mean just legitimize their elections? No, right. That's what I meant was legitimize their election. Exact. Thank you for that clarification. Keith. See, there was a time when America. Uh-huh would elect the wrong person and then come to their senses after four years. Mm-hmm. But um, apparently that trend faded away in 1996 and 2012. Apparently. Now we just, nah, let's go for it all. Yeah. Let's just keep it going. <laughs> let's let the bad times roll. And that's what we do. And that's what they're doing in Venezuela, too. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure there's no corruption. They're just all, yeah, I don't like them. Gonna, I'm, I'm going to vote for them anyway. Well, we're starving and there's no medical service and we don't have jobs. There's... 40% unemployment. I'm going to vote for him anyway. Give him another chance. See if he does a little better this time. You know, the problem is we just haven't gone far enough down the socialist road. So we'll see how that works out for him. Um, meantime, let me tell you about Minostalgia Foods. The fantastic stuff. It's a family-owned and operated business since 1990, almost 30 years now, um, making mem- edible memories for Minnesota's Northwoods with flavors you don't find on grocery store shelves. Wild berry and jellies, uh, wild berry jellies and syrups, delicious. So good. The pepper jams are so good. The beer jellies were surprisingly delicious. Whipped honeys, uh, maple syrup and maple sugar. The wild rice, cultivated and naturally growing. Uh, lake wild rice, wild rice pancake mix, wild rice soup mixes, wild rice side dish and waffle mixes. It is great. I'm getting hungry. Could you not? Delicious. I, mean, I know. Plus. It's whole grain and naturally gluten, sodium, fat, and cholesterol-free. High in zinc, high in protein, and phosphorus, and trace minerals. You're going to love this stuff. Keep the wild rice dry, and it lasts indefinitely, so it's great for food storage as well. Save 10% on the sampler packs when you use the promo code TRY10 at blazewildrice.com. Okay? 10% on sampler packs. When you use the promo code TRY10 at blazewildrice.com. Pat Gray Unleashed returns after this on the Blaze Radio Network.
Pat Gray. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh this is frightening. For Japan. Uh oh. There's a sex robot time bomb about to explode in Japan. Demographic countdown clock made by researchers at Tokyo University has predicted the exact year Whoa. when Japan's dwindling population will shrink to zero. None. Oh. No more Japanese people. And we so we know when Japan <clears throat> will cease to exist. We do. Okay, what's going on? Based on what's going on there now, because they're not, you know, they, their death rate is higher than their birth rate. Uh-huh. And it's only a matter of time then. Year-on-year reductions in fertility rates paired with an aging population has created a demographic time bomb okay. that is threatening to turn the Japanese mm-hmm. into an endangered species. Oh, no. Plus, when you factor in the rise in popularity of realistic sex robots and dolls, that's been blamed in part for social alienation and the lack of newborns in Japan. The doomsday clock developed by economists... Hiroshi, Hiroshi Yoshida and Masahiro Ishigaki calculates the Japanese will disappear completely. Okay, what year? What year? What, 2022? 3546. In the year 3546. That sounds like a song. That's, uh, yes. <laughs> In the year 3546. That's, uh, that's only 1,500 years from now. So, so that's like right around the corner. <laughs> it's like I'm not. That wouldn't. If I was Japanese, that wouldn't even scare me. Yeah. Okay, I've got 1,500 years left, mm. even at this rate. <laughs> okay, scary. So, so they've got they've got 558,167 yeah. days to figure this out, and then it's over. So the sex robots, they're not they're not reproducing. Is that what's apparently happening? not? No, hmm. apparently not. Wow. So they could go extinct by. 3,546. <laughs> okay, so... Scary. I mean, put Scary. that on your list of things to get yeah, to Japan. Right? The time is running out. So will the uh, temperature of the Earth go up a full degree before uh, it'll Japan go up runs like out of people? 30 degrees by then. You think so? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so as of April 1st, 2018, there were 15,530,000 Japanese and other children in the nation. That's down 170,000 from the previous year. So hmm. that's how quickly it's happening, Keith. It's uh, it's not good. Not good at we all. We just have to get the uh, sex robots to um, reproduce. Reproduce. Then and you're fine. Your problem is solved. Not that big of a deal, really. Also, uh, at the Hall of Fame induction ceremony, they just won't leave football alone. Please, just. Randy Moss, I was excited to see him inducted into the Hall of Fame because I really think he deserves it. Yeah, and his bust has cornrows, too. <clears throat> yeah, so <laughs> that's cool. We got that going for us. Yes. And he, of course, had to make a statement in Canton. Oh. Uh, he wore a tie throughout the evening bearing the names of African-American men, women, and children who were killed in police shootings or died in custody. Mm. Okay. And I'm sure these were all legitimate. Oh, know. there it is, right there. Uh, look at that, right on the Blaze TV. Oh yeah, look at Eric Garner, mm-hmm. uh, Paul O'Neill, Walter Scott. Mm-hmm. A lot of these are very, very explainable, and a lot of them were adjudicated, mm-hmm. and the police were found to be uh, not in violation of anybody's rights. Yeah. 
I know the Walter Scott one. That was the one where the police officer in North Charleston, South Carolina, remember? The guy was running away from him. And he That's a terrible him. one. That was horrible. And Absolutely. he was charged he, with murder, yep, by the way. He's serving time. And I think he's serving time. I think he was convicted of murder. 20 years in prison for that. So what do you want? I mean, that's what that's what you want to happen if, we, that, if that occurs. And we point out when they're legitimate gripes, yes. which that absolutely was right. horrific. Uh, yes, and the one in New York where they jumped the guy selling cigarettes on the sidewalk oh. and and suffocated him to death. Eric Garner. Oh, bad. Uh, so you had the guy that was shot in the back, and you had the guy jumped. I mean, those were two instances. But then they also put Trayvon Martin on there. Now, that's not legitimate. It's on the bottom of the tie, even though it was not visible in the photo, apparently. But he, ha- he had his name on there. Well, Trayvon Martin was beating the cop. And got shot. That was not hands up, don't shoot. Ugh. It's agonizing. And then you, so you have to ruin even the Hall of Fame ceremony for people. I guess it's his ceremony. He can do what he wants with it, but it's a shame. I think it's too bad. Also, speaking of uh, sports, the New York Mets fans who were struggling with their team's bad year again (laughs) now have somewhere to cope besides sports talk radio. Didn't the Mets start out really on fire? I think they were 12-2 and two to start yeah. the season. Very early on. They were very good. Mm-hmm. And now uh, they're getting crushed. An online mental health marketplace is giving free confidential therapy sessions to Met faithful who fill out a form asking for their most difficult moments uh, as fans. Huh. New York-based UMA Health made the offer this week after Tuesday's 25-4 to loss yeah, that was fun. to the Washington Nationals. The worst loss in Mets history. <laughs> Plus, they lost three out of four to the Braves over the weekend. Yeah, they did. Was that in the story, or did somebody just kind of scribble no, that note No, it seems like somebody there? just scribbled that note Weird. on there. how that just magic, that, that just fact. Is there a Braves fan magically anywhere around appeared here? appeared on that story that you're reading. 25-4, to good heavens. <laughs> I know. Uh, that, that was bad. what professional baseball team gives up 25 runs to anyone. That is incredible. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I think they need therapy. Mm-hmm. Do you watch much baseball at all, or do you even care? Uh, yeah, I care. Okay. I, I like it. I mean, I you know, there's 162 games during the baseball season. I'm, <laughs> I'm not watching them all. I can understand you know I mean? that. I can yeah. understand that. But you're a big Astros fan, right? Yeah, I love I mean, the Astros. Yeah, they're in first place. Look at that, 71-42 and 42 right now. They, uh, But that's not... They're doing well, but the, the Red, Red Sox, Sox are really are on fire. Sick, 79-34. and 34. Jeez. Uh, But yeah, so the World Series definitely goes through the American League. Yeah, it does. This year. Again. Yeah. Again, as so. it did last year with the Astros winning the yeah. World Series. Mm-hmm. Finally, for the first time ever. Uh, something the Texas Rangers I don't think have done yet. They haven't. The great city of Dallas. So much superior to Houston in every way. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. I hope you're not being sarcastic. Dallas is superior to Houston in every way. Not in any way. Every way. Not in any way. There is no way. Data point you could calculate. Dallas is superior to Houston in any, in in no way. I think there's going to be a poll on Twitter at Pat Unleashed. Be sure to look for that. You have to have lived in both places before you can make a judgment, though. Okay. Do you mean to just trust the audience and say, hey, if you've lived in both places. Mm -hmm. Okay. We'll see how that works out. Uh, 888-900-3393. Uh, let's, let's go to Julie, who's 
a couple days late with this. But oh, cool. Better late than never, <laughs> I guess. Hey, Julie. Hey. You're hey, on the blaze. Hi. Hi, Keith. Hi, hey. Pat. Hi. Hey, you know, I called in a few weeks ago about Foreigner. Uh-huh. I was the one who uh, had gone to the concert in El Paso, and it was 94, not 95, when oh. they were playing. Okay. And, and what's a year make difference make, right? Mm-hmm. But I did not tell you. I was up in the front, and uh, they were trying to get me to go backstage with them. I was active duty, though. Oh. And the the aroma of pot smoke was <laughs> thick. Mm-hmm. And the MPs were all over. First of all, I was not going to go back there because I'm sure I would have been, you know, sorted out by the military police. But they wanted me to go backstage. And I said, no, thanks, but no thanks. So, so, I just wanted to- so somebody in the band had obviously scoped you out. You must have been, yes. you must be quite a babe. And they were oh, like, okay, yes, yeah, totally. we, we want that girl. Totally a babe. Yeah, yes. okay. All right. Yeah. And then, and so I just thought, <laughs> and, and I don't know if you would have been uh, asked to go backstage, though. If I would have I been? I, yeah, probably, yeah, probably not. Probably not. not. No. Yeah. I, but I just wanted to let you know that I did pass up on that opportunity. Mm. And the other thing is I used to work for Carnival Cruise Line several years ago when, mm-hmm. uh, when Tony Dorsett was actually playing for the Cowboys. And it was at, during the time when he was having his tax troubles. And he and uh, four other Cowboy players came on board ship. And I was dealing blackjack at the time. And they were the nicest group of guys you'd ever want to meet. And Tony actually knew me by name. He would talk to me uh, when when I'd r- run into him on the ship. He actually talked to me when I'd run into him on our various island stops. Uh-huh. Such a nice guy. And again, I'm thinking if it was me, he wouldn't have remembered my name uh, that whole no. time. There was probably a <laughs> reason that he remembered your name the whole cruise. <laughs> So, it is. Yeah. All right. <laughs> committed it to memory. So Thanks, Julie. You. Appreciate the call. Julie. Julie. <laughs> Julie. She's yeah, in Tennessee. I think, I think the babeness has something to do with that. You know, uh, both the foreigner story when they want her backstage. That's a good word. And uh, the Tony Dorsett story mm-hmm. when he remembers her name. The babeness. Yeah, the babeness. Mm-hmm. There's some babage going on there. Babage. So, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Grand Leash coming up. The Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here. On the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Okay, so we're doing a. Uh, how did this develop again? The Houston Dallas thing. Uh, you we were talking about the Astros and the Rangers. All right, the Astros have a World Series title. That's right, and the Rangers don't. Okay, proving once again Houston is the superior city. <sighs> and so you did a poll online. No, you did. on Twitter. You did. Well, of course I. And then I retweeted it. Those were we're, talking about. We're just uh, so we're trusting people that they've lived in both places. And I doubt all these people have. 
Yep. So there's a poll at Pat Unleashed <clears throat> on the Twitter sphere. What uh, is it right now? If you've lived in both Dallas and Houston, which you consider the better place, Dallas up 67-33. No. Yeah, come on now. Yeah, let me just read Come it. on now. People Dallas spoken. is not superior in any way. <laughs> okay. It, it For some reason, it's got this superiority complex. Like, oh, yeah, we're the really metropolitan, cosmopolitan, cool Texas city. No, no, you're not. Yeah. Who has a better skyline? Houston. <laughs> Who has a better restaurants? Houston. Mm-hmm. Who has a better transportation system? Your freeway system. Houston. Oh, oh, for, oh Houston. nice. Okay, but who, who does who does not have the choo-choo train that goes seven blocks in Houston, hits no, pedestrians Dallas regularly. has DART, which is a lot bigger waste of time. And goes from one commercial center to another one. Oh, that's right. practical, Houston. DART sucks, too. As you know, it, it, it goes so fast on the track because nobody is on it. And when it's lighter like that, it just it can really <laughs> speed down the tracks. It's Are we really... including Fort Worth when we talk about Dallas? Oh, Fort Worth makes it even worse. Oh, oh Fort Worth is a pit. I I will not even go to full Fort Worth. Oh, <laughs> it's a, it is an under construction hellhole. Oh my gosh, Fort Worth is no. That's true. I don't even want to. No, that's that's. Actually, it is that's absolutely fair. true. One hundred. Go downtown to Fort Worth sometime. Oh, oh, I do, and I hate it. You're right. Okay, I stand corrected. Thank getting you. getting to and from Fort Worth is a nightmare. It's a nightmare. But but down in there, it's mm, a nightmare. Ah, stockyards. Ugh. Look, uh, who has the better uh, museum district? Houston. Who has the better art district? Hold Houston. On. Who has the better theater district? Houston. I just realized something. Who Remember? has the better sports teams? Houston. Remember earlier in the show when you made the point? Mm-hmm. If, if your argument starts with the word look. Yes. <laughs> Mine just did. See? That's what I'm telling you. So, but Houston. You lost. No, the weather is terrible in Houston. Oh, yes. Okay, that's the okay. one thing. But Dallas isn't much better. It's a little better. We get some snow. And, and it doesn't get hurricanes, but you can get tornadoes. But it's a better trade-off. The people here are nicer. No, I think they're no. I think oh, you think? I, I think they're e- at least equally nice, if not nicer, in Houston. Hmm. Um, I mean, they're great here too. But hmm. uh, the people in Houston are great. But see, they took Houston and they poured concrete on a swamp <clears throat> and called it a city. Yes, they did. So so that doesn't really help. Them it's much. hot and miserable. That's very true. I will say the traffic in Houston is abhorrent. Yes. at all times of the day mm-hmm. in all parts of the city. See, here we talk about getting into and out of Fort Worth is really rough. Okay, getting anywhere in Houston it's is hard. impossible. Well, that's why they opened up a 24-lane freeway. Oh, well, that'll help. It did. Oh, it did it? For about 15 minutes. 15 minutes, so now we're good. Okay, so <laughs> yeah. problem solved. And then everybody just uh, started using it even more, and it got crowded again. I would say Dallas <clears> is <throat> where Southern hospitality meets Midwestern charm and... Mm-hmm. I, I love it. I just I think it's I do like here. I like Dallas. I but I mean it does have a superiority complex, and I don't know where that comes from. Maybe the TV series. Mm, maybe, the maybe the maybe the J.R. Ewing that, thing. That's the liberals that live downtown. Yeah, that's where it comes from. Is that where it comes from? It doesn't come okay. from the uh, West America's side of team. Town. Comes from the Cowboys, oh, maybe. Okay, I see. Maybe, mm-hmm. yeah. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Anyway, you could still vote. Yeah, you can the... vote until I think around uh, nine o'clock Eastern tomorrow morning, and then we'll have All the right. results on the show. Right now, seventy thirty Dallas. Good heavens! Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> These are not people who have lived in both places. Mm. I maintain. We'll see tomorrow. 
Anyway, less than three <laughs> weeks after the World Cup finished up, the finals of the video gaming version are being staged by FIFA right now in London with competitors being... Get this. Oh, no. Okay, the video game competitors are being tested for performance-enhancing substances for the first time, like players on the field in Russia. Uh, you know they're just using their thumbs, right? Um, I don't think the roids are really going to make their thumbs so strong. Yeah, 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 strong thumbs. <laughs> Stamina, man, you know that. Uh, Saudi Arabian player Masad Aldasari. Now I've got said, a poster of this guy, yeah. It's great as you think you're a superstar. <laughs> they usually do it for Cristiano Ronaldo and every top player, so you think you're one of them. <laughs> so you do, do you? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> FIFA has been slow to enforce integrity measures to safeguard its 14-year-old eSports competition. Oh, which yeah, is safeguard that. Run in conjunction with EA Sports. The governing body last year was untroubled by the prospect of players cheating on the computer controllers. How do you how do you cheat on the computer I don't care how many steroids you take. How's that going to help your your video game playing? Really? <laughs> uh, the champion this, this earns two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. What? We are in the wrong business again. We realize this. Just last year, it was twenty six thousand dollars. No, two years ago, it was twenty six thousand. Two years ago, now it's two fifty. Wow. FIFA is uh, finally making its players sign up to the Code of Ethics, which includes sanctions for match-fixing and doping. In the FIFA scene, there are so many haters who just can't believe there are people playing better FIFA, but you sometimes may have to prove to them it's all clean and you're just better than them. (laughs) So, (laughs) if you just start playing really well, they think that you're taking performance-enhancing drugs when you're a video game player? That's a little much for me. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's You're not that's as big a to... stretch as Dallas is a better city oh, than Houston. Right. It's a bigger it's a it's almost that big a stretch, but so, not quite. So when you used to play video games like Madden or something like that with your mm-hmm. son or something, yeah. you didn't look for any kind of competitive advantage no. like uh, No, I didn't. Maybe uh like uh a taking roids yeah. or like uh human growth hormones. Uh-huh. No. No HGA, no steroids. So okay, well, whatever. Uh, you don't take it seriously. I don't. Okay, it's probably wrong of me. Mm-hmm. This uh, Thanksgiving, uh, there's something kind of special in the PGA world. ESPN said it will be at Shadow Creek on Thanksgiving weekend to match up a uh, uh, a match between Tiger Woods and mm-hmm. Phil Mickelson. Oh, nice! Oh, that's kind of cool. So, two of the greatest <laughs> players. Of what, the last two decades, I think you'd have to say, three decades, are going to uh, go against each other on uh, Thanksgiving weekend sometime. Yeah. Woods says he has nothing more to add. We haven't signed anything. Nothing's confirmed. But the ESPN report didn't mention any prize money, corporate support, or TV details. Got an update here. $10 million. What? Ten million for the winner? Yeah. Winner take all? I'm trying to see if it goes to a charity. Ten million. Wow. Yeah, I'm trying to see how they're going to do this. But uh, Why would it go to a charity? Yeah, right. Woods uh, and Mickelson played a practice round together at the Masters. They were in the same group at the Players' Championship. Played a nine-hole practice round last Wednesday at Firestone. They have the most PGA Tour titles of players from their generation. 
though they've never competed on the back nine with a major championship at stake, except for the 2001 Masters and 2002 U.S. Open, both won by Woods. Mm. Yeah, that's interesting. Why would you do that on Thanksgiving weekend, though, when there's so much great football and nobody's going to be watching golf? Right. Why would you do that then? Make it a time when there's nothing else mm-hmm. going on. Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not a big golf fan, but I think I'd be interested in that. Yes. One-on-one like that? Yeah. That would be great, That'd especially be if it ends up being really close. It could almost become a tradition where like, you just take like the two top golfers at the time. Or something, but uh, I found $10 this million dollars. Ten million dollars, yeah. So I found. You know who it's going to yet? Is it one? I mean, one person. It doesn't say. Or are they yeah. split? It just says ten million. Uh, let's see, ten million played. Yeah, I'm Winter not. Take all. It would be my guess. Yeah. Right. So I'm going to actually uh, tweet out the the story because you got to see this. Uh, it's in Las Vegas. Let me show you this. It's in Las Vegas. And it says you would never know you were in Las Vegas, and they've got this wide angle shot mm. of like the desert. And then this golf course, the acreage is so green. What is their water bill there in Las Vegas? So some fun facts. Uh, we'll tweet this out. <laughs> All right. Good stuff. 888 uh, A transgender University of Georgia employee is suing the entire university system in Georgia because he was denied insurance coverage for a gender affirmation surgery Ugh, shut in up. 2017. I mean, this is on now. This is happening all over the country where they are demanding that the people pay for their their transition. Skylar J's lawyers allege that transition surgeries are medically necessary care, arguing the university's insurance plan is discriminatory because non-transgender employees have their medically necessary care covered. Oh. Jay, who recently appeared in an episode of the Netflix series Queer Eye, uh, says he was refused coverage for a surgery to treat gender dysphoria in May of 2017 and alleges that this amounts to discrimination mm-hmm. by the university. Obviously. According to the publication, Skyler appealed the denial to the insurer Blue Cross Blue Shield, which refused his appeal by noting the plan is self-insured and provides no room to over override the plan exclusion. Hmm. And, and you know, Blue Cross Blue Shield's pretty good insurance. That's what that's what we have, and it's it's actually really good. So for them to deny your coverage um, is uh, that's a statement. <laughs> yes, it is. It's definitely a statement, and it's a scary statement to make in this environment because you're obviously going to get hammered. For being a hater, for being discriminatory, you're uh, transphobic or whatever they're going to say, and they're just going to wind up paying for it. What do you want to bet? Yeah, and then you and you I get bet? to pay higher and rates. Then, and then we get to pay higher rates. Because? Uh... No, because we should. Okay. Also, hmm. Freemasons now. What? what? <laughs> oh, Wait, this, what? This is an incredible story. Freemasons are allowing transgender women to stay in... Freemasonry, if they joined as men but switched to women, is this a while problem? they were in there? And I don't know how big a problem this is with the Freemasons. What in the world, but the English Freemasons have announced that they will now accept both transgender men and women. According to the BBC, the the United Grand Lodge of England believes it's unlawful discrimination to expel members who decide to transition. How often has this happened with Freemasons? 
I really want the answer to that. If a Freemason who is a member of the UGLE, U-G-L-E, wishes to change gender and become a woman, we expect that the Freemason would receive the full support of their brethren. Uh, the UGLA said in a document released to their 7,000 lodges. This means the only group prohibited from joining the historically all-male society are biological women who identify as women. Some people on Twitter viewed the new policy as discriminatory toward women. Well, yeah, because if you're a man and you become a woman, then why can't you join as a woman because now you're a woman who used to be a man. I'm, I don't understand that either. Huh. <sighs> I wonder what George Washington, a former Freemason, uh-huh. would uh, uh-huh. think today. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, my goodness. 888 <laughs> uh, Back in the day, Glenn Beck founded Real Estate Agents I Trust because he was really frustrated with unreliable real estate agents. They they turned out they were nice people, but they just couldn't get the job done. And his house sat there uh, for I think two and a half years. They lost all kinds of money on it, and so they did some research into what makes a good real estate agent. Well, you got to be full time. It can't be just something you dabble in. Um, they can't just show up and list your home as is. They have to have years of advising their clients and know about curb appeal, the landscaping, the trim, the paint, the windows. You know, first impressions are really important. When you drive up, you got to say, wow, yeah, I like that. Professional staging. When you go inside, is it staged or is it completely empty or is it a mess? That's a huge factor. When do you list? What time of year? If you list when kids are uh, just getting out of school or do you list when kids are just going back to school or when do you do that? And pricing your home correctly at first so that you don't have to lower the price time after time. All of these things is why you should work with the agents of the realestateagentsitrust.com. 1,200 of the top agents in America working to earn your trust. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Returns uh-huh. on the Blaze Radio Network. Oh yeah, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. On this uh, performance enhancing drug story, apparently we got an update on that. The clarification on that from Jesse in Pennsylvania. Hey Jesse, you're on the Blaze. Hey Pat. Hey. I think I think they're not really talking about like it being steroids. I think they're talking about maybe like a concentration type medicine, like Adderall or something, to make you think clearer and slow things down more right yeah it's the adhd drug that's what we're seeing now from people on on twitter is that it's it's more adderall so that i mean that yeah. makes a lot more sense it just kind of focuses you a little bit better yeah yeah i'd be afraid to play with somebody that's that's on steroids you know they turn around and smack you against the wall or something <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right thanks jesse so yeah adderall mm-hmm. i guess would yeah if you're focused more uh in your mind Although if you're on H- if you if you have ADHD, isn't that something you take? And it's just part of your life. Hmm. That or uh, Ritalin, 
which they uh, prescribed for my son, and that's one of the reasons we went into homeschooling because I didn't want him on Ritalin. Um, so I don't know. Would that be? I guess it's illegal though with EA Sports competitions, based on um, what they're saying now about this drug test. You you can't be on Adderall, or roids, or human growth hormones. Or maybe they wouldn't worry about HGH. I don't know. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. I play golf better when I'm a little tipsy. Do you? So I wonder if that would translate into yeah, um, probably not. No. Video, no, I don't think oh, so. Okay. Uh, Joe in New Jersey, you're on the Blaze. Hi. Hey, how hey, are you? Good. <clears throat> yeah, listen, I wanted to comment about this one-on-one Tiger Woods and Michelson. <clears throat> there's no, there's no defense in golf. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to stop the opponent. There's nobody out there in the middle of the fairway shooting your ball out of the air so it doesn't, it doesn't go any further. <laughs> yeah, very not, true. You're not playing against anybody. You're playing against yourself, which I think is ridiculous. Okay, now, you know, it's not, at, least, at least croquet. They can knock oh, each other's man. balls out, you know, out of the way. But not in golf. Come on, Joe. <laughs> so, Joe, I'm taking it. I'm a hater. feeling a little something that maybe you're not a big golf fan. Oh, no, I play. I play. Oh, do you? Okay. I'm not playing. I'm not playing against anybody. That's my point. Yeah, that's bowling. true. I mean, you're playing as a bowling. There's not anybody in the middle of the, you know, <laughs> in the aisle kicking your ball into the gutter. There's no defense. <laughs> you know, you got defense yeah. with tennis and football and uh-huh. you know, boxing. There, you got an opponent, opponent right there. Right. Put Tiger Woods. Put Tiger Woods and Nicholson in a, in a boxing ring. Now you got to. Now you got to fight. There, there you go. <laughs> All you right. Know? Thanks, Joe. That's a, a little technical, um, mm-hmm. but right. uh, but I, I get it. Appreciate the call. Uh, by the you way, you take exception to the call, apparently. Yeah, I mean it's. Yeah. A, you know, I mean it is kind of you are competing against yourself, and it's the only sport where you are required to be completely honest. In other words, you don't have an umpire or a referee or someone. Mm-hmm. You have to be the one that calls. You're policing yourself. Thank you. That's the phrase. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm sorry to, to get a little ADD here because uh, I'm not on my Adderall, but um, the the debate is over with Dallas and Houston. Uh, there's a poll at Pat Unleashed on Twitter if you'd like mm-hmm. to vote on which is better, Dallas or Houston, but um, right-wing win, uh, Ninja 1 has already, mm-hmm. it's over. Sheila Jackson Lee, mm-hmm. she's from Houston, mm-hmm. therefore Dallas wins. <laughs> I think that's a very... Solid argument. No, uh, we could we could find plenty of bad reps from Dallas too. They're just not as famously stupid as Sheila Jackson Lee. <clears throat> um, speaking of Democrats uh, and Democrat-run cities, how about uh, sixty more people shot over the weekend in Chicago? Another oh. sixty this weekend alone. Nine people dead, dozens wounded oh in shootings gosh. across Chicago. One paramedic described the evening as a war zone. Uh, since midnight Friday, I believe, police said 43 people had been shot, six fatally. Um, since Friday at 5, 60 have been shot, nine fatally, in shootings in Chicago. 34 of the shootings and five deaths occurred between 10 a.m. Saturday and 10 a.m. Sunday, according to police. That's a one-hour, that's a one-day period of time. That's 24 hours. That is unbelievable. That is unreal. We know that some of these incidents were targeted and related to gang conflicts in those areas. Uh, Police said there was a trauma lockdown at uh, one of the hospitals with only immediate family members of victims being allowed into the emergency rooms because it was so dangerous. Over the past 24 hours, 
their trauma unit received an unusually high volume of patients at no time did they go on bypass or lockdown in its trauma unit we're asking families of the trauma patients to limit visitation time i mean this is in the city with the most stringent gun uh control in the country this is a city that has gun control so strict that it's gone to the Supreme Court multiple times and been de- declared unconstitutional. This is the city that still continues to to try to take guns from their residents. And then what do they have? 60 shootings per weekend, and sometimes more than that. Remember, not too long ago, not that many months ago, it was 80 during a weekend. Like 14 killed, 80 shot. I, I mean, there are... It's unbelievably out of control. One 32-year-old man was shot four times, pronounced dead at Stroger Hospital. 30-year-old man shot in the back of the head, hospitalized, critical condition. 27-year-old woman shot in the arm and wrist and is hospitalized in stable condition. I mean, on and on and on and on it goes. And this is the gun control. You know, the people like David Hogg and... Emma Gonzalez are protesting about with armed guards, of course, to, to yeah, well, protect yeah. them. I mean, you can't got to be smart. You know, you want everybody else not to have a gun, but you want your own personal guards to have guns. That's obvious. It's just like it's it's just like um, every town instigator, the guy who came up with every town USA, Michael Bloomberg, the guy goes everywhere, everywhere he travels. He travels with armed security guards. He's even been asked about it. Hey, you uh, you have armed guards wherever you go. Well, of course I do. Then why would you, why in the world would you be opposed to other people protecting themselves with guns also? Why? Or to quote the poet Bono, why would you um, demand from others, wait, expect from others what you demand for yourself or whatever it is? It's in other words, it's you're mm. a complete and total hypocrite. And um, right. you obviously value your life more than mine. So you really have obviously. nothing you're allowed to say about mine. And that's exactly what it is, right? His life matters. Ours, eh, don't worry about it. I'm important. Of course I have to have armed security. <laughs> I'm, I'm important. I'm, I'm rich. So. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network.